Unfortunately, no, Darkness said. I once thought as you, but Ishar made the truth clear to me. If the bonds between men and Spren are reignited, then men will naturally discover the greater power of the oaths. Without honor to regulate this, there is a small chance that what comes next will allow the Voidbringers to again make the jump between worlds. That would cause a desolation, and even a small chance that the world will be destroyed is a risk that we cannot take. Absolute fidelity to the mission Ishar gave us. The greater law of protecting Roshar is required. Heroes of presents The Storm Pod, a Stormlight Archive podcast. First novella, Edge Dancer. This is just a quick spoiler warning for chapters seven, eight, and nine of Edge Dancer. Um, we are getting through this book pretty quickly here, Jack and I. It is uh, small chapters. We're really liking this. We're going to, to do three chapters in one sitting. It's pretty fun. Um, if you are behind on your listening or behind on your reading and you haven't caught up yet, I would suggest going back and making sure that you're all caught up. We wouldn't want to spoil you, but we would want you to enjoy the episode. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Sean Q, and I thought about only chopping one of his hands off, but I think that would make crime worse in the city, don't you think? It's Jack. <laughs> What's up? That's right. It's going gonna, it's gonna to increase recidivism. Right, exactly. You're going to be like, oh, shit, I can't get a job with only one hand. Better steal. That's right. I better I better do some more stealing. Yeah, it's it's logical. <laughs> it is logical. <laughs> See, darkness just makes too much logic. That's the uh, that's the thing about him, dude. In um, these these chapters, man, with him, it is intense at the end there in that last chapter. We'll get to it, yeah. but it's awesome, yeah. dude. Like it's really cool. Some surprises here I didn't expect. There are some surprise. I've got lots of questions. Yeah, of so, course, of course. So let's uh, let's dive into okay, it. Okay, cool. Chapter seven. Mm-hmm. Chapter seven starts off with, of course, Lyft. Lyft was worried that she'd be late. She'd never been good with time. I was going to ask you about this. What, what, what's your take on being late? Being, what's my take on being late? What do you mean? Like, yeah. am I late a lot? What's, yeah. Are, are you late or are you early or, or, or is... I, well, used to be, I used to be on time and then I had kids and now I feel like I'm always late. <laughs> you know what I mean? I heard this thing once. I, I can't remember if it was from Chris Rock. Um, I thought it was a comedian that put, that put this thought together and it was that Early doesn't exist. You're either on time yeah. or you're late. There is no early. <laughs> you know what I mean? It makes sense. It makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. There anytime no I've early. ever been early for something, my wife's like, let's, let's just sit in the car for a few minutes. <laughs> yeah. <exactly. laughs> but really, you're sitting in the car being on time. Right. It's, it's true. You're right. That's really what you are. Yeah, early, it, it just is. It doesn't exist. It's, yeah. Does it really exist? That's funny. Yeah. Okay. Um, she could keep the important parts straight, referring to the sun up and sundown, blah, blah, blah. She writes, or she's mm-hmm. thinking here, but the divisions beyond that, she could never, she never found those to be important. 
other people did so. This is cute. Yeah. There are several moments here where she shows this really like childhood or childlike quality. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I want to point each of them out, but this is one of them too. Like blah, blah, blah. The sun comes up, the sun, the sun goes, goes down. down. Yeah. Everyone's worried about late morning, Mid-day, early evening. noon, all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. She doesn't get that. Elevensies, onesies, whatever. Like she's <laughs> like, forget she, this. She, like, like, she would literally spit in Hobbit's faces and then go, oh, I mean, elevensies <laughs> is just another reason to eat. I'm in. Yeah. Oh, you, oh, you mean mealtime. <laughs> you mean eating like, all day? Yeah. That's what I already yeah. do that. I just don't have to keep track of time. <laughs> Are you going to find spheres for that woman at the orphanage? Asks Windle. Get on her good side? Of course not, Liv says. It's a scam. It is? Of course it is. She's probably laundering spheres for criminals, taking them as donations and then giving others back. Men will pay well to clean up their spheres, particularly in places like this where you got scribes looking over your shoulder all the starving time course it might not be that scam it might not be that scam she might be guilting people into giving her donations of infused spear, uh, spheres traded for her done ones they'll feel sympathetic because she talks about her poor children and she can trade infused spheres to the money changers and make a small profit that's shockingly unscrupulous mistress <laughs> lift shrugged what else are you going to do with orphans got to be good for something right this is really cool but, here this this you know, we've talked about spheres. We've talked about stormlight, you know, spheres being mm-hmm. infused and but we never really kind of even thought about the fact that a, an infused sphere is literally mm-hmm. worth more than a done one. Yes. And that the economy, imagine imagine you you have a toonie. Okay, now if anybody's yeah. around the world right now and you don't know what that <laughs> is, in Canada we have a $2 coin and we call it a toonie. The reason why it's called a toonie is because our $1 coin is called a loonie after the Canadian loon. So, for some reason, Canadian government decided to call the uh, the $2 coin a toonie. It doesn't make any sense, just go with it. But imagine your toonie <laughs> was worth less sometimes than it is. I guess it's true. I guess that... I guess it what, is if worth missing less the center, now. If it's missing the centerpiece out of it. <laughs> yeah, that little center <laughs> coin that's in the middle of the toonie, yeah. 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 yeah and and you have to leave it out in the winter so that the snowflakes can put the, the, the center back in. Yeah, there's like a whole separate economy <laughs> going on with these spheres when they're worth less than when they're worth more. It's kind of, right. it's kind of mm-hmm. strange, right? Well, it, it, it makes perfect sense. What, what I'm most curious about is whether this lady that runs this orphanage... Mm-hmm would even be is she the type of character to even conduct such a scam right or or you know like does lift have her pegged wrong you're right she probably does have her pegged wrong but i do like the fact that lifts come up with these different scenarios in which Mm -hmm. like like and these sound both viable like they both sound like things that could be happening you know what i like most about it is that what's on lift's mind are people doing something to, to, uh, scam other people out of something? Mm-hmm. Are they trying to get away with something? Right. If she's alert to that, that means that she's looking for it and she wants to write that wrong. Right. Or at the very least, she wants to play a game that results in writing that wrong. <laughs> right. Right. And then, and then saying that she was just playing a game. Yeah. The she time. was just eating pancakes guys. Yeah. Just, I'm just doing pancakes. Yeah. Um, Okay. Do we, uh, so let's pause on something here because I, I want to just touch briefly on this if, if, if we can. Mm-hmm. Um, Wendell calling her mistress, where does that originate? Do we have that 
I he's because always Mr. called her mistress. Okay, Since so I didn't interlude. go back and read. Yeah, so I didn't go back and reread it because mm-hmm. I just thought about it while I was reading this chapter, like yeah. these these chapters, and it kept coming up. And then I have a question a little later on where I was thinking, hang on, is Lyft older than what she seems? Well, we know that she's like twelve. She did the made the deal with the right. Night Watcher when she was nine, and she said that she's been nine for three years, but she doesn't know how old she is or something like that. Something silly. So okay. So, so anyways, so I think that it's uh, it might there, be there, there's a cu- something very specific to cultivation spren. Okay, like other cultivation spren might call their their surge binders mistress hmm. and mister as well, depending on on, on the on the person, right? I didn't think about that, but mm-hmm. anyways, I was wondering if whether she was older, there's a few little, little things in here uh, that I've underlined that I would like to talk with you about. It's not right there, but, uh, but certainly when, every time he calls her mistress, I just think it's like, a an older title to call, to call this little nine-year-old slider. It could be, you know, it could be just Wendell's personality. Wendell seems yeah, very, uh, Alfred to me. You know he what I does. mean? Mr. Prim Wayne. and proper. Yeah. 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 He, he's very much like the nervous gardener, mm-hmm. like, like Prince Charles in his, in his wonderful gardens <laughs> kind of thing. Um, when will, when will I be king for fuck's sakes? <laughs> Don't want the kingship. I just want my gardens. Leave me alone. Garden, yeah. Um, well, I, and of course, gardening rocks. So, okay. Let's get back into this. But profiting off people's emotions, Wendell asks, well, pity can be a powerful tool. Anyone can make someone else feel something and you've got power over them. If that happens, I guess. Mm-hmm. I guess. Got to make sure that never happens to me. Lip says, it's how you stay strong. See, let's find out if that's true. Mm-hmm. If she's able to not feel something like someone else wants you to feel something. Right. Let's find out if that's true for her. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she reaches the ramp to, um, Go up, go up to the entrance into, into the city. She crawls up at a ways, gets closer to the guard post. There were some enterprising merchants hanging around here, selling the food and clean water and tents. I couldn't help but think of Sabariel here or someone who would have thought of an enterprise. I got this long line of people right. that are hanging outside to get into the city. And I think it even says here... People were in that line. Yeah. Like they're, they're setting up tents to stay. Like it's, right. it's like, it's like waiting for the Phantom Menace in 1999. Yeah. They're like, holy it's, shit. Uh, it's about to come out. Yeah. Let's sleep here we for gotta four days. We got to camp out because yeah, it's right. going to be the best movie of all time. Yeah. And then they watch it and they come out and they fucking burn their tents because they're like, <laughs> bullshit. No, it, was, it wasn't that bad actually. Um, it wasn't that, well, retro. Thir- thir- well, 20 years on, it's not that bad. <laughs> it's not that bad given other recent events. Right. Um. Okay, so I, I like this. Um, good luck, Lyft thinks. People in that line didn't own much beside maybe a few exotic diseases or two. She watched a blanket merchant pass by. He was using a strange little horse, shaggy and white, which had horns on its head. Looked like those animals that were terrible to eat out west. We discussed this a little bit we about thought it was animals a mountain appearing... Goat. Mountain goat horns, shaggy. Mm-hmm. It still could horns. be a mountain. Could goat. still be a mountain goat. Yeah, it could just be yeah, a white, like hair. a shaggy white one instead of the yeah. sh- a dirty brown one. She said before, right? <laughs> Mistress Windle says, "I don't know much about humans, but I do know a bit about plants. You're remarkably similar. You need light, water, and nourishment, and plants have roots. 
to anchor them, you see, during storms. Otherwise, they blow away. Yeah, but it's nice to blow away sometimes. I really like this. Yeah, because that's when the wind takes you, right? Wind takes you. Yeah. It's one of, my, one of my little highlights here. Yeah. It's nice to blow away sometimes. Yeah, it's really cool. I like it. Yeah. I really like it. Well, I can't help but think that so many of these characters are just like leaves that gather together occasionally. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, and when the great storm comes, asks Wendell, Lyft's eyes drifted toward the west, toward whatever was building there. A storm that blows the wrong way, the viziers had said. It can't be possible. What game are the Alethi playing? Use of the word game. Yeah, it's great because it like, she obviously thinks that whatever they're doing, it's a game because I only play games. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, it's really awesome. I just like it that her worldview, it's like a game, Mm -hmm. but she has a fair point if she vehemently disagrees with what's going on. Of course, if we're talking about the same events, then, you know. Mm-hmm. I was, uh, when she's approaching the this Alethi guard post here. The do have here, a good point. Mm-hmm. When she's approaching this guard post here, I was really, really hopeful that it was the same guard post as before because I was like, please have Hauka back in this. Oh, Hauka, In this yeah. book. I was really, I'm yeah. because I really like her. So I was really Me pleasantly too. surprised that, yes, it is the same guard post and she starts following Hauka. I love this. This is great. A few minutes later, the guard captain walked down from the ramp. The woman practically dragged her feet, and as soon as she was out of sight of the guard post, she let her shoulder slump. Looks like it had been a rough day. What could have caused that? Mm-hmm. And it was her. Right? And it was her, right? Exactly. <laughs> so hang on here. What could have caused that? Is she doing this because she knows and she's being cheeky? Or is she... Doing this Truthfully, little observation, like really, what, what could have caused that? Because she's kind of forgotten the whole thing. Maybe. Like, I was wondering. I think so. I think that it, I, I liked, I read it as if she sort of forgot that she caused a bunch of mayhem. Maybe. I, I don't know which I delight in more is that she's like, I wonder what could have caused that. Like and a Shirley like, Temple you know, look at the camera kind of thing. Like, yeah, a, like, like, did I do that? Yeah. Like, you know, like, like, are you again, saying Lyft this is, is very, Lyft could be a bit, a pinch, hey. Let's, let's, let's take a, it's a Mrs. Dash. Let's take a little bit from everything and put it together. For sure. Um, it's very Peter Pan though, too. Yeah, for like sure it's, it is. It, it's, I, I, I love the way she's tre- treating the adults. Yeah. Um, in this, um. And like Captain, because, Darkness is definitely Captain Hook. I think so too. In fact, in fact, I began picturing one of the actors that plays Captain Hook in one of the Peter Pan, Peter Pan films. I think he's a British actor. Uh, at least I think he's British. Jason Isaacs, I think is his name. Mm-hmm. He's been in several villainous roles yeah, in yeah. Hollywood and particularly good at them, I find. And he would make a wonderful darkness. Unless. Even a Sadius. I, I mean, he, uh, he would make a better Sadius for sure because yeah. darkness is black. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 So maybe, uh, maybe a little, uh. Idris Elba. Oh yeah, that's right. The dark, the dark ski. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, mm-hmm. I, I was, I, I think it was the Peter Pan thing, and because I made the same connection. He's, right. he's Captain Hook. Yeah. Um. Okay. So getting back to it here, what, what could have caused that? She's, she says, that's funny. Yeah. Um, lift huddled down, but the woman, the captain, didn't so much as look at her. Once the captain passed, lift climbed to her feet and scuttled after her. Tailing someone in town proved to be fairly easy. Mm-hmm. Now that it was getting dark, 
the streets were clearing, as we discussed earlier. People go to bed earlier right, here, right? Right, Mistress, says Wendell, what are we doing? I just thought I'd see where that woman lives. But why? Unsurprisingly, the captain didn't live too far from her guard post. And it goes into a paragraph here that kind of indicates why. Mm-hmm. It'd be cheaper for her to live. She's close to where the action is, but also just outside of the immigration quarters. Right, right. Um, the captain entered, but Lyft didn't follow. She, so she, she does uh, duck into one of these buildings, the sheer rock face. And it's interesting to notice that it's a sheer rock face, but has shutters right. on the outside of the rocks. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's really fun. Hmm, says Lyft. Let's head up this wall, Voidbringer. Mistress, you could call me by my name. I could call you lots of stuff, says Lyft. Be glad I don't got much of an imagination. Let's go. <laughs> so they climb up on top. Um, one pair of windows on the same side as this entrance had a washing line draped between them. And Lyft snatched a shikwa from it. Mm-hmm. Nice of them to leave it out for her. Yeah. It's <laughs> so she grabs a shikwa. They go all the way up to the top, eventually climbing out onto a field of treb, which is a grain that grew in bunches inside hard pods and vines. She was looking at the farmers up on, uh, on this height. The farmers were done for the day, leaving piles of weeds to deal with, I guess, for the, for the next day or something like that. Lift settles down on the lip of the trench, looking out over the city. And I love this description here, Sean. It was pinpricked by spheres. Right. Not, not many, but more than she expected that made, that made illumination shine up from the slots like they were cracks in something bright at the center. Mm-hmm. Don't you love thinking of it's, the city in that way? It's so great. It's what so a great. It, it's such a unique place. Yeah. Yeah. I just loved it. I, I loved that uh, description. So big props on the text for that, mm-hmm. uh, for that bit. You don't need sleep, right, Voidbringer? I do not, confesses Wendell. Then keep an eye on that building. Wake me up anytime someone goes into it, or if that captain comes out. Could you at least tell me why we're spying on a captain of the city watch? What else are we going to do? <laughs> Anything <True> else? <laughs> Boring, says Lyft. Just wake me up, okay? He said something like a complaint, but she was already drifting off. Mm-hmm. But it seemed like only moments before he nudged her awake. Mistress, mistress, I find myself in awe of your inequity and your stupidity both at once. (laughs) So that's a great way to wake up. Ingenuity. Oh, ingenuity, sorry. She yawned, shifting on her stolen Shequa blanket and swatting at some life spren that were floating around. So I want to pause there a little bit. In her sleep, there's life spren gathering around her. Right. I think it's because, as it's kind of described a little later, her powers, she's able to make things grow. Yeah. So is it that she's drawing them to her? Like, because maybe she has this she's power? Also, she's also sleeping in a, like a farmer's field. And the farmer's That's field true. is like yeah. literally just the ground because the yeah. city's underneath the ground, right? So she's literally right. on the roof of this building, which is just the ground. Right, which is the, the which top, is yeah. awesome to think about because it like flips yeah. your brain around a little bit. So the life spread yeah, could great. be because she's literally like laying in a growing garden, you know? She hadn't dreamed, thankfully. She hated dreams. They either showed her a life she couldn't have 
or a life that terrified her? What was the good of either one? Hmm. What do you think about that, about dreams? Um, I mean, we don't... Dreams doesn't... Like, other than Dalinar having visions while he... While the storm... Dreams haven't really been that much of a play in the series. No. Like, mechanically or magically or anything like that. No, It's not like that's the Wheel of Time where there's a world of dreams that people go to and they can travel through and anything like that. Lyft here has just, like kind of a past that maybe she dreams about, you know, maybe wanting to be with her mother again, the one that she can't have or the one that terrifies her, which is, you know, like maybe the one that she's living, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Yeah, that's what I wanted to bring up is that mm-hmm. it could, it could be that. And she does seem to have one thing that dreams, uh, are the delivery system of, which is hope. Right. You know, and, and I don't know if you're watching the Sandman series, uh, or have read that series. I haven't read the series yet, but I haven't started I am watching. So hope is a, is a, um, particularly in one episode is a, is a very big part of it to sort of demonstrate the power of dreams mm-hmm. and what they can deliver. Right. And so she doesn't seem to have that in spades here. She looking, looking at dreams as either something that can't deliver for her mm-hmm. or a nightmare that, right. that terrifies her. Mistress, asks Wendell. She sits up. She's overgrown with by vines at this point. They'd all gotten stuck into her clothing. She ran her fingers through her hair, which was snarled and sticking out in all sorts of directions. I love imagining her waking up with this crazy hair. Mm -hmm. So it's funny that you mentioned that earlier about, you know, did she, um, she can grow things. Maybe she Mm -hmm. grew some of these vines in her sleep. She while totally she, did. Right. And they, they, they overgrew Absolutely. on top of her, like while she slept yes. without even realizing it. So yeah, I like right. this. I think it's really, really cool. She goes to sleep on a normal bed and then there's like yeah. vines that have all like kind of caressed her and like, yeah, yeah are kind of going around her. her ankles, her toes mm-hmm. and her, her hands and stuff. Yeah, like, it's cute. And, and it's just what happened. It's what happens when she's asleep, when she's dreaming. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Farmers were already back out at it and working. In fact... A few of them had regarded her. I guess they weren't necessarily expecting to find a Reshi girl sleeping on top of the fields here. Mm-hmm. Um, she grinned and waved at them. So I, I love again, this <laughs> yeah, cheeky like, little Hi. thing like, morning. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Mistress, Wendell says, you told me to warn you if someone went into the building. And, and darkness himself, the man who almost killed you in the royal palace, just entered the building below us. Lift felt a spike of alarm. She'd wondered if he would come. Mm-hmm. Ha. So here we have it. Right. She's this is playing part of a game, but she knows all of this. I just want to see where she lives. I just want to see. What else are we going to do? Right. What else she are we going to do? She's. Remember how you were saying how her causing this would uh, bring yeah. darkness to, you know, and it does. And it as totally we're about did. to find out. Yeah. But she's on top of it, on top of it. Right. Because she knows that. And knowing that it's going to draw out darkness. And so she, uh, she basically cozies up to a captain. It is very, very easy for me to believe that she caused that scene on purpose to get darkness's attention. Like I am, I am not buying this. I'm just here for the lols, like bullshit. I'm not here just for pancakes. She's on a mission. This, this little girl is on a mission. I think so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. You did come to the city chasing him, Wendell says. Pure coincidence, she says. Yeah, right. Yeah. She mumbles <laughs> it, so she doesn't even really, like, 
fully say yeah. it like pure co- yeah yeah it's pure, but it's pure coincidence this is pure, pure coincidence <laughs> right no it's not you showed off your powers to that guard captain knowing that she'd write a report about what she saw and you knew that would draw darkness's attention yeah i can't search a whole city for one man i needed a way to get him to come to me so there it is she Didn't admits expe- it didn't expect him to find this place so quickly, though. Must have must have some scribe some scribes watching reports. Yeah. But why? Wendell said, his voice almost a whine. Why are you looking for him? He's dangerous. Well, obviously. Oh, mistress, it's crazy. He he kills people. She says softly. The viziers have tracked him. He murders people that don't seem to be connected. The viziers are confused, but I'm not. He's hunting someone in this city, Wendell. Someone with powers. Someone like me. Mm-hmm. Ah, Wendell's trails okay, off. Okay, so we've, mm. we've, we've talked about how um, her remembering those who have been forgotten is clearly yep. people like her, as in urchins, people who literally live yeah. to try to eat yeah. their next meal. She is one of these, you know, street kids, right, who, like, s- try to survive and but those who are also forgotten can be these surge binders who never were that nail has been systematically taking out we know taking yim is one like example and clearly yeah. it's more than just yim mm-hmm. he tried to do it with her and there's others obviously because the viziers have been tracking him doing it and she learned about it right. from them so i like this i like this duality right those that be forgotten, forgotten by society, but also those who have been forgotten, the ones like me, surge binders who never were. I love it. It's who giving me were. goosebumps, yeah. bro. I love this so much. Yeah, it's really great. It's uh, well, it's it's the hidden potential that's out there mm-hmm. invariably with population. So, and you're right, it's largely ignored. Um, it, again, it, there is a little bit of that bubbling up with the lopen, right? There is a little bit of that bubbling up with what Kaladin wants to do in continuing the training, mm-hmm. continuing the discovery of what's right. out there. Yeah, it's really cool. But here, but here she is doing it from the ground up. I really like it that it's the urchins and, uh, you know, I, I would like, you know, maybe a, a bit more of a story or something about the homeless too. Right. Um, um, let's get down to that window, she says, climbing over the cliff's edge. It was still dark out in the city at this time. Wendell was down in front of her. Again, I love it that he's ahead of her. Mm-hmm. Ever, ever since that sill thing where she's ahead of what Kaladin needs. Mm-hmm. Well, he, I just love When she the, climbed up this building, he, he, he she yeah. used him as a handhold, right? To grab he's onto. He's just snaking there. his way yeah. up. Yeah, it's so awesome. I know. I love it. I yeah. love that the Spren are ahead of their of their bond mm-hmm. of their the person that they're bonded with. Well, we've talked about we talked about um, this since Way of Kings where when the very first time Kaladin used Syl as like a lookout and we're like, "Oh my god, this is so cool." When she, he was like, "Can you go over there and make sure Gaz isn't seeing what I'm doing?" And like he she used oh, yeah. she, he used her as a lookout, which is like yeah. it's it's not just the surge binding abilities. Mm-hmm. It's not just the mm-hmm. like the emotional support. They're actually useful in like a practical way, which I I absolutely yeah. love. Like a familiar in... Uh, yeah, exactly like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wendell helpfully grew ahead of her. She wasn't completely sure what drove her. Maybe it was the lure of finding someone else like her. Someone who could explain 
what she was and why her life made no sense these days. Or maybe she just didn't like the idea of darkness stalking someone innocent. Mm-hmm. Someone who, like her, hadn't done anything wrong. Well, nothing big. Except for having powers he thought they shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Again, that really speaks to me too. Yeah, the more and you more know, we spend time in her inner monologue, the more and more mm-hmm. we hear the truth from her mind. And she just says, Wendell, you know, oh, we're just here for the fun. But the more mm-hmm. and more she thinks about this stuff, it's, it's, not, it's not just games here. I have, to, I have to draw this line. Of course, you're thinking about it too. This is about opportunity. Right. The potentiality and opportunity in people. Mm-hmm. And, and some people would think you don't deserve this chance right you don't just des- no th- this isn't for you mm-hmm. g- g- go to the back of the line um it's great we're gonna get there eventually in this episode but um mm-hmm. we can kind of quickly mention it here that nail darkness gives us really a great uh, understanding of why it is he's doing what he's doing right yeah so we'll get to uh, it later but it's not just like he's not just doing it because he doesn't think people deserve it he's doing it no. for a very specific reason just like Teravangian right. Teravangian thinks he's right. trying to save humanity and right. Nail thinks he's but, trying to prevent another desolation right yeah and this is what makes it so interesting when when these you know good sort of aligned characters that we experience mm-hmm. they're speaking in ways like this you know um for people that don't want you to have these powers well that's you're right that's not entirely it right there there is a more complicated response from sadius for sure a more complicated response from zeth a more complicated response now from darkness Mm -hmm. i know i i agree with you i'm i'm almost wanting there to be a bit of relief from a from the shades of gray antagonist (laughs) Well, yeah, like, yeah, yeah like, fr- from, like, is there not an antagonist that is indeed, you know, you're, 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 you're a bad guy. Right. <laughs> and that's that. Yeah. There's, um, I don't need to know that you're, t- you, you are a tortured soul who also thinks yeah. of, yeah, 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 like, let's just get to it. But, but, but it does, it, it's the complexity. For it's sure. the mo- mosaic. So it's, it's great. She presses her ear against the shutters of the captain's room. A young woman, darkness says, her Dazian. Or Reshi. Yes, sir, the captain says. Do you mind? Can I see your papers again? You will find them in order. I just... Special operative of the prince? The captain asks. I've never heard of this title before. It is an ancient but rarely used designation, Darkness says. Explain exactly what this child did. I... Explain again to me. Well, she gave us quite the runaround, sir. She slipped into our guard post, knocked over our things, stole some food. The big crime was when she jumped that grain into the city, and I'm sure that she did it on purpose. The merchant has already filed a suit against the city guard for a willful neglect of duty. His case is weak, Darkness says. Because he hadn't yet been approved for admittance into the city, he didn't come under your jurisdiction. If anything, he needs to file against the highway guard and classify it as banditry. Don't you find that's really interesting that darkness knows the paperwork, the law, the rules so yeah. well? Yeah. Isn't it great? It's, it's like, no, no, he, he, he's already, he's, he's a lawyer. He already stu- studied this guy with the grains case and he's like, oh, his case is weak. Like he's come prepared. Right. Mm-hmm. It makes him even more formidable. 
it's hard <laughs> again it's hard to it's hard to peg these characters down yeah in fact they don't want to be pegged and not only that um with the way the wind is blowing in this series sanderson mr he doesn't want you to peg them down no he doesn't want that no so it's i really i really took a lot of delight in that but he 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 knew that this crime or the case, if you will, didn't, didn't qualify under your, your jurisdiction because it happened outside of, of your jurisdiction. So yeah, falls under banditry at best. Um, just brilliant. Mm-hmm. That's what I told him. You're not to be blamed, Captain. You faced a force you cannot understand and which I am not at liberty to explain. I need details, however, as proof. Did she glow? I, well... Did she glow, Captain? Yes. I swear I am of sound mind. I wasn't simply seeing things, sir. She did glow. And the grain glowed too, faintly. Mm-hmm. And she was slippery to the touch? Slicker than if she had been oiled, sir. I've never felt anything like it. As anticipated. Here, sign this. They make noises, um, shuffling around paperwork. Darkness had a shard blade. Lift is, uh, is there listening outside the wall. Mm-hmm. And again, this reminded me of that Peter Pan scene where he's getting close in Pirate's Cove when he's getting close to Captain Hook listening to his schemes. And, mm-hmm. you know, he's on the other side of the wall and she's thinking, Lift is thinking that, you know, Darkness has a shard blade. He could just stick the shard blade through the wall and kill her if he knew that she was there. Right, right. Like, that's how close you are, right, yeah, to your yeah. enemy. I love it. Sir, the captain of the guard says, could you tell me what's going on here? I feel lost. Like a soldier on a battlefield who can't remember which banner is hers. I like this little bit here from Halka. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's using like a fight field for? combat metaphor, which tells us a little bit about her, right? It does. And also with her, I don't know who we're supposed to be fighting for here, sir. Right. So that gives me a little hope, if you will, that perhaps Hauka and Lyft could have a little future together in like terms a little of team dealings. Up? I'm hoping for it. That would be cool. So I'm hoping for it. That's so th- I might be reading too much, but mm-hmm. it is not material for you to know. Uh, yes, sir, says the captain. Watch for the child. Have others do the same and report to your superiors if she is discovered. I will hear of it. Note that, uh, report to your superior. So yeah. all the superiors that would indicate that are here are p- putting information up to him. Right. Like he's not saying, tell me, he's saying, no, you have to follow protocols, which is tell your superiors. Yeah. He doesn't like deviation of the, the rules, right? No. And he is confident that that will get to him. Yeah. He's not saying he's got power and he's the exception to all these laws. He's made it so that he's following all the laws to the letter, right? Mm-hmm. I just, mm-hmm. it's, yeah, it's great. It's cool. Yes, sir, she says. Infused spheres, Captain. You are lucky to have them these days, he says, noticing some. I traded for them, sir, says the Captain. And done ones in the lantern on the wall? So I thought this, when he observed done ones on the wall, what I thought, I said, oh no, hang on, is lift on the outside of the wall and is she absorbing light? Well, she can't, right? I know, I know, I, I know that, but, but I mistakenly thought that 
that somehow Lyft was in trouble from absorption. You're right, because yes, she has to consume. Mm -hmm. He doesn't necessarily was, know that, though. No, he doesn't, and I should have, but I got nervous again when he right. noticed the, the Dun Lantern, because mm. I was thinking, oh, did, did she mistakenly suck some up? And he's like, hang on, she could be outside. Like, mm -hmm. I thought it was going to turn there, but I didn't remember that she she's a I consumer. I think he's asking her this because Dunn's fears is a sign mm. of someone having used like breathe them in and use stormlight. So I think he's asking her, right. he's like, why? Wait a minute. You got some light ones here. Why are these ones done? Right. Like he's always investigating if anybody could always be a investigating. Binder. Right. Yeah. But then she says, I traded for them and the done ones and the lantern on the, the done ones in the lantern on the wall. Well, they ran out weeks ago, sir. I haven't replaced them. Is this relevant, sir? So I want to stop here. I want to make a prediction. Yeah. He's after another, per there's another person in town. Right. Who's absorbing Stormlight. Right. Okay. Do we know who that is at this point? We have no idea. We know. We, maybe we do, so, but I don't think we do. So prediction then, I think, which we, both of us could make, you know where I'm headed with this. You think it's Hauka? Either that, which would be glorious. Actually, but that would be great. I, th I mean, but, I, I just but, said that out loud there. I didn't even think of that before until I just said it. Maybe it's her. Yeah. It could be her. Or if it's not, she could be involved with the one who they're looking for. Like protecting them or something? She, which is why she's like, I don't know. I don't know which banner I belong to. Right. So either she's trying to protect hmm. someone. Hmm. This is interesting. I, I, or I, it could be I like her. This. Yeah. Hmm. Right? Yeah, very much. Yeah, yeah. this is... Hmm. I, I, and I, also, I, and also, unwittingly, Lyft goes after this captain. Right. Drawn to her. Right. How the other, um, how the other Knights Radiant appear to be drawn to each other, yeah. like leaves blown yeah. well, together. Well, that's said later on in the chapter, I think, right? Like yes, later on in these chapters. That's an yeah. observation by Darkness. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So what if and how was not super shocked when she saw some of the things that Lyft could do, and when the grain was glowing, it didn't like completely shock her. She just shock said, her. "How am I going to write this in shocked. a report?" Hmm. There might we might be onto something here, dude. Dude. Yeah, we might be onto something. Right? I like this. Yeah, we've just solved the I case. I do too. I'm super excited. I want to do like a little happy dance. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Very cool. I'm glad that we're on the same page. That's okay, all. This cool. is, you know what? This is such a delight is sharing this with you because I don't know. I don't know what time. the answer is. Yeah. This is great. We can speculate like, all I we feel, want. I feel like I'm having a conversation with like with myself, like I'm bouncing <laughs> off ideas with you. It's like really cool. It's like a mirror sort of thing going on. Here. Yeah. It's really awesome. Yeah. Um. So dude, yeah. Hauka. Great, great idea that it's that. Um. Or like I was saying, or she's trying to protect someone else. That's why but, the old man at the guard post is getting her lit spheres all the time. Not for reading. Right. Hmm. Okay. Okay. I see you, Hauka. Oh, I see you. I see you, girl. We see you, Hauka. Yeah. We see you coming. Yeah, I, we ho see I you. hope so. Yeah. We could be so. wrong. We could be wrong. But, but, uh, okay. I traded them Dunn spheres on the wall. I haven't replaced them. Is this, is this relevant, sir? No. Remember your orders, Captain. He bade her farewell and shut the door. Lift scrambled up the wall again. Darkness steps out onto the street below. A black and silver uniform. Dark skin, like he was a makabaki with a pale patch on one cheek. A birthmark shaped like a crescent. 
dead eyes. Eyes that didn't care if they were looking at a man, a chawl, or a stone. He tucked some papers into his coat pocket and then pulled on his long, cuffed gloves. Mm -hmm. So we found him, Wendell whispered. Now what? Now? We follow him. Mm -hmm. End of the chapter. Yeah, great chapter. Great chapter. Great chapter. What are we going to call it? Um, I have, I have my, my suggestion already. And I've, Tell, I discovered it when ahead. we came here. Someone like me. Someone like me. Yeah. yeah Cause she says, I love it. um, he's hunting someone in the city window, someone with powers, someone like me, someone like me. And if we, and okay, if it turns out that Hauka is someone like her, then that's the perfect title for this <laughs> it really, chapter. It really is. But I think if it turns out, yeah, if, if, if we if might be not, barking then, up the wrong, uh, dead drop here, but not necessarily. It's still, it's still a great title. Uh, I don't know if I got one as I read here th through with you. So yeah, I think I didn't. I think I didn't do my due diligence here. Do you have a get um, one? So uh, um, a highlight. I know that you mentioned earlier. Well, are that you one of your kidding? Highlights, highlights. It were... doesn't. It has to be our prediction. It has to be us discover. Hey, this is again another yeah. moment where our highlight is us. Hey, it's, yeah. <laughs> I love it when well, our I highlights mean, us. Yeah, me too. Well, it's rare. Like <laughs> I mean, I've got little little highlights in here like her her grabbing the shikwa and saying oh i'm glad someone left it out for yeah me. i like that stuff um, too. her again insisting with uh, with windle you know what i gotta love windle yeah i really like this c3po slash uh uh, uh um um uh, alfred's kind of combo mm -hmm. personality that he's giving yeah, me yes, which is mistress. i just yeah yeah, and plus the gardening thing with the yeah. uh, Prince Charles, like, uh, yeah, this is it's. I love this character. Yeah, that's I really, really cool. Do. Yeah, Wendell's awesome. Um, so yeah, if I had to pick the highlight, it's going to be our prediction. Um, life spread around here, which is really cool. Um, hmm, hope her not not having hope, just good things to think about. Mm -hmm. Like dre dreams aren't of any use to her. I, I wonder if they will be one day. Yeah, we'll see. Mm -hmm. What about you? Highlight other than other than our prediction? I mean, my think? highlight is us. Uh, I, I I wrote down my <laughs> highlight as being Hauka's back because I really love this character. But now, yeah, it's got to be yeah. us. I mean, we're yeah. awesome. Like, we even if this awesome. doesn't come to fruition, just this this theory that we have for this book is great. Mm -hmm. Now I'll be now I'm going to be looking out for this kind of stuff, which is awesome. Mm. Did she glow? I really like that question. Did she glow? Mm -hmm. You know what? Let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsor. In an age of storms and war, the Knights Radiant must stand again to protect, to seek justice, to speak the truth, to unite and to always take the next step. Introducing the unforgettable characters of the Stormlight Archive as you've never seen them before. Premium miniatures and painted figurines, all crafted by top sculptors in collaboration with Brandon Sanderson. The time has come to speak again the ancient oaths. Life before death, strength before weakness, journey 
before destination. The Stormlight Archive Premium Miniatures. Now on Kickstarter. Oh man, it's this clip gives me goosebumps every time I hear it. Um, <laughs> dude, there are so many minis that I want you to see, but I just can't let you. There's so many spoilers. <laughs> yeah, but is there a miniature alcove? That's that's the that's the question. <laughs> God, I hope not. Oh my God. I, would, I wouldn't want to be the person that would have to paint that. Um, but there are a lot of amazing characters and there's actually some that haven't been announced yet. They're like slowly Ooh. rolling it out. There's stretch goals and all kinds of really fun surprises coming up. So, um, man, I can't wait to see that stuff. Um, so if you want to see it too, and you want to be able to be involved in this campaign, head over to the Kickstarter homepage. You can actually find the URL in the show notes. You just got to go there. And make sure that you sign up before the campaign ends on October the 13th. And please do us a big favor and mention the StormPod sent you in the comment section of the Kickstarter, which will help us out tremendously. I'm going to like play them. I'm going to do like, uh, oh, Shalon, I think I secretly love you. No, Kaladin, I'm, I'm in love with Adeline. You know what I mean? Like I could totally see myself doing that. I think we all know the figure that I want. <laughs> yeah, you, you want to look deeply yeah. into the eyes of Yasna. Come on. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to hide it for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, let's I move really on to this, this next chapter here because this is a, okay. it's, it's quite a, a little Chapter bit 8. One. Chapter 8 Tailing Darkness was far different from Tailing the Captain. Mm -hmm. It was daylight now. And Lift had to worry about being spotted. Darkness had completely burned away the fog of sleepiness. Encountering darkness had completely burned away the fog of sleepiness. I put a little asterisk here because it, it comes up later as well that in proximity to darkness, she gets clear headed. Or so it seems to suggest. It's almost like she, his threat level, what he can do and him being a threat makes her feel like she can't, she, she's got to be focused. It's like she understands how dangerous yeah. he is. At first, she tried to stay on top of the walls, following him in the gardens above the city, but that proved to be difficult. She eventually took a ladder down into the trenches and began following him there. Mm -hmm. uh, those walls, they did enhance the feeling of being boxed in. So again, these trenches, the hallways, mm -hmm. we're, we're back in a D&D &D old school map here. Yeah, for sure. For That's sure. why I, I got he loves his hallways. Yeah. Bringing us, yeah, exactly. Lyft had lots of practice with this sort of thing. Ah, lots of practice. You know, she's pretty young. Or is she? Right. That's what I, that's my, my little thing I'm putting towards you. These little specs that might be indicating she's been doing something this, other. I mean, if we think that she's a street kid, an urchin, she's been doing this for a very long time. If she's yeah. 12, in essence, she could be, uh, could have been doing it for yeah. you know, eight years or something, right? Like depending on when she started living on the streets. Depending on the street. Um, that was a little Flight of the Concords mm -hmm. reference. Um, she didn't pick any pockets despite f several fine opportunities. I, again, I love, I love this, yeah. that she observes like, oh, I could be a thief right now. Oh, that do this, that could be mine. Mm -hmm. That could be mine. Yeah. 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 I love it. And I like that she's more the thief than what we thought Shalon was. Right. Shalon still is a thief. Um, 
But what I find Shalon steals more is trust. Hmm. That's like a, she, that's she, a conversation for another, a different episode. I another think. pod. Yeah. yeah. She, she, she steals deep. because she's, she's deceiving you. She's deceived Yasna, mm-hmm. deceived Teravangian, mm-hmm. deceived like ghost bloods, deceived the ghost. Like she's got a long list there. Yeah. Anyway. Deceived Kaladin for his boots. <laughs> yeah. Um, if she hadn't been following darkness, she might have grabbed a few for old time's sake. Again, another clue here for old time's sake. Right. Mistress been at this a long time. I don't know here. I think there's something more here. Oh, and and that's where I put my my note in the in the book. Is she old? Yeah. Hmm. Well, we we the book tells us that she's been. Um, I know it's been three years since she made the deal with the night watcher. Yeah. So she's been nine mm-hmm. for three years, but, but that doesn't necessarily mean anything. There could, there could be some kind of revelation later on, but as far as we know, she's only 12. I'm not sure. Yeah. Again, it's one of my wildly inaccurate little theories. Yeah. She's, she's, she's actually 75 not, she's and she's not, just regressed. She's the yeah. Roshar Benjamin she's, button. She just ages backwards. <laughs> she's not 75, Jack. <laughs> no. She's not going to eat Wendell. No. Amram does she's, not she's do not anything gonna eat good. <laughs> I love it. That's funny. She hadn't eaten since last night. If she hadn't used the power, it eventually vanished. And took about half a day to replenish, but she didn't know why. Mm-hmm. Do you have a guess as to why half a day? Um, I don't know. I guess it's just uh, the food being digested. How long is our how, is our time period here for the day? Um, twenty hours. Uh, it's twenty is hours that what a we day. We covered. Yeah. I think that's right. So ten hours is half. Hmm. Why? What's the significance of half? I don't know. Well, there seems to be a lot of this key tech kind of symmetry, right? Yeah. With things. Depends on on when she eats too, I think, right? Right. She dodged the farmers, the women carrying water, the kids skipping uh, to their lessons where they would sit down in rows and listen to a teacher while doing some menial task like sewing to pay for the education. Suckers. <laughs> suckers. Her yeah. calling them suckers for yeah. being in school and doing love it yeah. little highlight we don't need no education um yeah i love it pink pink floyd for shalana or for uh, not shalana for, uh, for lift all yeah. the people gave darkness lots of space okay so here's a peter pan moment coming up here with her sense of humor people gave darkness lots of space moving away from him like they would a guy whose backside couldn't help but let everyone know what he'd been eating lately <laughs> right she's talking about farting this is darkness flatulating yeah this is this is and she's laughing giggling she's smiling about it i love it this is total peter pan type i mean we didn't really get it in peter pan but still this is this is uh stinky winkerism on her part i love it um a shopkeeper chased them down off the boxes when she was uh making her way getting closer but lift had gotten a good look at darkness and was able to scurry after him Windle at her side. Darkness, though, never paused to consider his route or to look at the wares of the street vendors. He was moving way too quickly for his own steps, like he was melting from shadow to shadow as he strode. Yeah, that's a really she cool She nearly visual. lost... Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, that's a really cool now, visual. Now, what, what ability could he be using to do that? I don't think he's using an ability. I think he's just... 
Really? He's just like okay. that good at like kind of moving around and like, mm-hmm. I think it's more of a metaphor of how he moves than there is a power here. Right. Yeah. She nearly lost sight of him several times and she'd always been able to keep track of where people were. So she's not used to this. Darkness eventually reached a market where there was a lot of fruit on display. Like as if someone had been planning a really big food fight, but then decided to sell the ammunition. Again, what is she thinking of? A mm-hmm. food fight when she sees a market yeah. filled like, with fruits oh my and vegetables. God. This could be an like, amazing food fight. Right? Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I just, I love the uh, the childlike mentality of her. Lyft helped herself to a purple fruit. What do you think it was? A plum. My guess? That's my guess. Oh. A hey, plum. Nice. Yeah. Plum. Um, so she takes the plum. Hey, says the shopkeeper. Hey, stop. Lift spun, dropping the fruit, which she kicked with her heels into the crowd. I love that yeah. so much. <laughs> to hide the evidence. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just tuck it away. Oh my gosh. Um, but the shopkeeper wasn't looking at her. He was looking at a different opportunist, a girl that was a few years older than Lift who had swiped a whole basket of fruit. The young woman bolted the moment she was spotted. No, thinks Lyft, not that way. Don't go that way. Darkness snatched the young woman from the crowd. He flowed toward her, almost as if he were liquid. I love this. I was imagining, I was imagining him having some kind of like a, like a cape or a long, um, or a long dress mm-hmm. <laughs> like flowing behind him like glide almost as if he didn't have any any legs touching the ground right i couldn't help but would sort of envision him more as a phantom or a specter she struggled battering against him he remained stiff and didn't seem to notice the attack at all still holding on to her he picks up the basket of fruit and carries it over toward the shopkeeper dragging the thief after him Thank you, says the shopkeeper, um, officer. I am a specialized, special deputized operative, granted free jurisdiction throughout the kingdom by the prince, says Darkness, holding his paperwork up. Yeah, he's like flashing this like paperwork to everyone. You know what it made me think of? That scene yeah. in Wayne's World when they go backstage and they got the their VIP passes and yeah. they're like showing it to everyone. Everyone they walk by, they show it to. Yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking of. Like, We're oh, gonna just special hang operative, with special y'all. operative. I'm a special operative. Excuse me, excuse me. Yeah, Pos- yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the girl grabbed a, pre- a piece of fruit from the basket and threw it at Darkness, bouncing off of his chest with a splat. He didn't even flinch, and she bit his hand. He just tucked away the documents and then looked at her. Lyft knew what it was like to be looked at by him, those cold, glassy eyes. The girl cringed before him, reaching to her belt, yanking out her knife, a desperate swing to hit him in the arm, which he slapped away with an empty hand, knocking the weapon out of hers. Several other urchins were kind of gathered, and Lyft is among them. They were now betting on how long it would be before Tika escaped this time. Mm-hmm. So we get this young thief's name, Tika. Right. In, as if in response to this, Darkness summons his shard blade and rams it through the struggling girl's chest. The long blade sank up 
to its hilt as he pulled her onto it. She gasps, eyes going wide, shriveling and burning, trails of smoke creeping up to the sky. The shopkeeper screams, hand to his chest, and he drops the basket of fruit. Lift squeezes her eyes closed. She heard the corpse drop to the ground. And darkness's too calm voice said, Give this form to the market watch, who will dispose of the body, and take your statement. Let me witness the time and date here. Hmm. Lift forced her eyes open. Okay, this is fucking brutal, bro. This is nasty. He plunges his sword into this young girl and then grabs her and pulls her onto the yeah. sword towards him. Yeah. This is fucking brutal. Jeez Louise, man, this guy. Yeah, it's a br- it's a brutal execution. Um The two urchins beside Lift gape in horror, mouths wide. One started crying with a disbelieving whine. Darkness nodded and turned to go. The shopkeeper, though, fruit spilled at his feet, stared at the corpse, and then anger spread boiled up around him. This is my highlight. Oh, really? I think so. It's one of my highlights. Now, this, this shopkeeper is to blame in some ways. For yeah. this little thief. I mean, I mean, for making such a fuss about the basket. I mean, okay. Yeah. I mean, he's allowed to be angry about that that that, that, that robbery, but but it result. But it, it's amazing, right? Yeah. N- no one ever thinks about why the person is stealing. Mm-hmm. It's always about that you stole and what kind of punishment can we deliver? Right. Anyways, anger spread boiling up around him. Was that necessary? The shopkeeper asks of Darkness, Tashi above. Darkness says Tashi doesn't care much for what you do here. In fact, I would pray that he doesn't reach your city, as I doubt you'd like the consequences. Hmm. As for the thief, she would have enjoyed imprisonment for her theft. The punishment prescribed for assaulting an officer with a bladed weapon, however, is death. Yes, but that was barbaric. Couldn't you have just taken off her hand or something darkness stops and looks back at the shopkeeper i have tried that where the law allows discretion and punishments removing a hand leads to a high rate of recidivism as the thief is left unable to do most honest work and must therefore steal in such a case i would make crime worse instead of reducing it this is what i uh, used as the uh, the Which, intro yeah the intro like, so what do you think about that? It's Again, crazy it's logic. Like, it's it's I, like Yasna's logic of in the alleyway. The, the lesson, yeah, yeah, the lesson. I I think that Don't it's think? way it's it's a little bit different because these men in the the in the alleyway in the lesson had hurt people and had been already. doing it for a while. Yeah. So and this and young girl it. stole some fruit. The punishment stole does not fruit. fit the crime at all. Right. So no, though he says he killed her because she pulled a knife on him. And technically the rules state that the punishment is death for doing that to an officer of the law. Mm -hmm. But like, really? Like, I know. Well, I, I, I think you, you really nailed it there with, with the difference between the Yasna example. Um, 
this is uh this is someone who's hungry stealing some food yeah um and and ultimately if the business is maintained so let's say let's say darkness is is uh is logic is sound and right and we make we make the street safer from theft mm-hmm. well who's going to benefit right those those in business well are, are we to care about that so much or are we to look at who's on the streets starving right. barely getting by mm-hmm. so what if your business is doing well right you know like wh- it becomes a why should these urchins and these people these people that are forgot why should the forgotten care right about your your business right and especially saying that to darkness yeah it's it's crazy um darkness cocks his head looking looking at the shopkeeper and then looking at the body of this girl and he's having a thought inside like why would anybody even care he's kind of wondering why would this shopkeeper even speak up right and he continues on his way lift as soon as he's gone comes right out of her hiding runs to the fallen girl grabs her body by the shoulders leaning down trying to breathe in some awesomeness from her into her the light that burned inside of her and imparting it to the dead of this young woman and it seemed to be working until it didn't. Right. It vibrated around the corpse, it quivered and then it puffed away mm-hmm. and the body remained on the ground immobile, eyes burned out. Liv says no. Too much time passed for this one, mistress, says Windle. I'm sorry. Gox was longer, says Lift. Gox wasn't slain by a shard blade, Wendell said. I I think that humans don't die instantly most of the time. Oh my, oh my, my memory. Mm-hmm. That was a 3PO moment for me. Yeah. I was like, oh my, oh my. Yeah. Um, too many holes, mistress. But I do know that a shard blade, it is different. Maybe if you'd reached this one right after. Yes, you'd have been able to then. It was just too long. And you don't have enough power either way. She knelt in the stones, drained. Again, I love the double use of the language. Yeah. Drained yeah. of power, but also drained of hope. Yeah. Drained of what? what is going on here? Yeah. The body didn't even bleed. That, that still remains one of the most interesting mechanics, if you will, in this series. It's the like blades going in. The, it's not a not a gore fest. It's, it's funny this because a, um, Sanderson isn't afraid of writing uh, bloody scenes because there are many many scenes where people are getting mm. gutted with non shard blades, but shard blades keep it clean. Right. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's uh, interesting. Very, very tidy. Mm-hmm. Spooky. I find. I find it. I find it worse. With the eyes burned out and stuff. Yeah, it's super spooky. Wendell says to her, "Yes, you'd have been able to then." It was just too long, and you don't have enough power either way. I had a note in my, in my thing here that's that I thought about it, and I said, does he mean she didn't have enough stormlight in her to be able to do it? Or does he mean you don't have enough power as an edge dancer to do that yet? Like, is this foreshadowing, saying that maybe you'll be able to heal that? eventually but you don't have enough power Ooh. in you yet yeah that's cool you know what i mean like maybe that, I, like, he's I like at, that this is something you'll eventually be able to do be able but to you do. just can't yeah. do it yet because you don't have enough power like power could be taken one Either of two way. ways right yeah mm-hmm. so 
<laughs> or also um, even uh, to, to suggest you don't have enough power either way to turn me into a weapon. Right. Right. To confront darkness. Right. But I think, I think it's what you're saying. She's there to heal and it didn't happen. It was too long. Right. Um, it and was just too long and you don't have way. enough power either way. Yeah. So yeah. maybe, I don't know. I think you're right. That, that's a great way to read that. You're right. It was just too long and you don't have enough power. Even if it wasn't too long. Right. You don't have enough power. You're because not she there was already yet. Gone. Yeah. She was already gone. Right. Yeah. Good catch. Mm. Thanks. That's really good. Yeah, thanks. I think that's I think that's going to come up. Um, Wendell says she did draw a knife on him. She was terrified, says Lyft. She she saw his eyes and panicked. She scrambles over to the shopkeeper, who jumped back as Lyft seized two of his fruits, and stared right at him in the eyes and took a big juicy bite out <laughs> and chewed. Yeah, I love that. That's, that's so funny. That's highlight. Yeah. That's highlight. Yeah, that's so fun. That's so... Because the shopkeeper, you're the one who made the fuss over the basket. Yeah. Yep. Mistress, Wendell says, she's going to chase down darkness. She follows after this heartless creature, this murderer. She caught sight of him as he left the market, going up to a set of steps, and he walked through a large archway. They'd carved a large conical chunk out of the stone here. It was deep a ways and was filled with water. It was a big cistern mm -hmm. to collect rain from the storms. Ah, Wendell says, yes, separated from the rest of the city by a raised rim. Rainwater in the streets will flow outward toward, sorry, rather than toward this cistern, keeping it pure. In fact, it seems that most of the streets have a slope to them to siphon the water outward. Mm -hmm. But where does it go from there, though? That's a little question, isn't it? Mm -hmm. This thing was so big that you needed a bridge to cross it, and people stood on its lower, uh, on its area, uh, dipping buckets down into the water. I really like this image. Yeah, it's really cool. Of this bridge over the cistern, getting the water. Darkness, though, didn't take the path across the bridge. He took the ledge around the outside, wanting to avoid the jostling of the people. Mm-hmm. Her name was Tika, Lyft thought, as she follows darkness. Yeah. I will remember you, Tika, because few others will. Again, highlight. It's so good. Mm -hmm. So awesome. The, eat, the eating of the plum. She just had to risk it, following him. Don't, Wendell says. Mistress, stay hidden. He has eyes you cannot see. But she follows him anyway. In the bustle, she lost sight of him, though. Sweat prickled on the back of her neck. If she couldn't see him, she felt certain that he was now watching her. She was beginning to get a little panicked here. Yeah, getting a yes, little paranoid. Yes, he knew things about people like her. He'd spoken about her powers with familiarity. Lift drew upon her awesomeness. Let the light suffuse her to pepper up. This is the power felt like it was alive sometimes. This is something that we've, we've encountered before. She draws it not to use the power, but to have the mm -hmm. power coursing through her. Kaladin mm -hmm. talks about it, how it feels like a storm inside that you get more give and go. Like you have, it's like you're hepped up on the strongest coffee. Like you want to go. Dalinar mm -hmm. said it was, it was better than having the thrill inside the thrill. him coursing through him. And she says it's uh, 
uh, uh, you know, she... The essence of eagerness. Right. She let the light fuse her to pep her up. Like, it's like yeah, she pep. needed a little bit of extra juice, not to do anything mm-hmm. with it, but just to hold it. I love that a lot. I think that's yeah. really cool. Yeah. Um, it's like a sugar rush mm-hmm. for her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Got on my candy bar. Um, she reached the other side of the bridge and saw no sign of darkness on the ledge. Storms. She left through the archway on the other side of it, slipping back into the city, entering a large crossroads. There she saw Shikwa wrapped Tashikis passing in front of her, Asian folk in colorful patterns, painted sections of the walls displaying a grand mural of Tashi and the Nine binding the world. I like it that it's Tashi and the Nine. Yeah, Tashi and the Nine. What do you think that is? Well, with the one in Damnation, Tashi and the Nine could be what's remaining. The ten her- there's ten heralds, so it'd be Tashi and the other nine. They, they're in Tashik. Oh. They believe in Tashi as being their god, their, their yeah. one. So if it's Tashi is a herald, which I think Tashi is a herald. Um, it would be Tashi and the nine, the other, like Tashi. Oh, the other, okay, the not other Tashi nine. within the nine. Okay. I took it to mean Tashi within the nine. No. If I, you're saying it's Tashi and the nine, then the question would be, well, does that take into account that you, that we have a herald in damnation? I think and that. And if it doesn't. I, I think that that, the, the fact that, uh, Taln went to damnation is not as important as the myths uh, of all 10 heralds uh, as being the gods, as being the, these really right. important figures in history. So, so it's for here, them, Tashi and the Tashi, nine. Yeah, and, and Tashik, they see as Tashi as being the most important one. And then, right. oh, the other nine that are also really yeah, important. Yeah, oh, and then those, yeah, other, yeah. those right. other people. Yeah. Right. And then he <laughs> says something earlier. I like it. About Tashi. I don't want to like sidetrack mm-hmm. us here, but he says to the... To the thing, to the dude, he says... The shopkeeper. The shopkeeper. He says, you won't, you don't want Tashi. Tashi doesn't care much for what you do here. In fact, I'd pray he doesn't reach your city as I doubt you'd like the consequences. Consequences. Like, he knows Tashi personally, and he's saying you would not like it if Tashi was came and saw you here. Right. So this gives us even more understanding that this nail guy is one of the heralds. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that much. I, yeah, that much. We, we already picked that right. one apart. So from the earlier. fact that he knows they revere Tashi as a God and he's like, yeah, I've met the dude and he would fucking hate you guys. Like, he would hate coming to this city. You would not like it if he came here. Mm. Yeah. It's really interesting. The, the whole That's dynamic of gods and people and to hate those that venerate you. Yeah. 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 It's if darkness is telling the truth. If he's telling the truth. That's true. Um, some of the people she passed had parchment slaves, black and red. She hadn't seen many of those here, not as many as in Azir. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Lots of buildings here had small trees or ornamental shrubs in front of them. They were bred and cultivated to be lazy, so their leaves didn't pull in despite being near crowds. Mm-hmm. Lyft was thinking, read those crowds, the people. Where are the people being strange? I love this because wherever he's walking, 
people around them around him are like trying to stay away from yes. him or he's pushing past them yes. so instead of being able to see her she's like i can't see him but if i look at the entire crowd i might be yes. able to tell where he is just by how the crowd's acting it's fucking awesome this next uh, little paragraph uh, sean is amazing intuiting the way something about the way people stood where they looked there was a ripple here yeah the waves of a passing fish isn't that amazing it's how awesome. it's described mm -hmm. as darkness is heading through here and she's looking at the ripples right she's being able to identify where he's going without seeing him it's really right. really awesome and and like what you brought up earlier where the, where people were being strange she's looking for this echo right looking for something i know it's brilliant it's really cool so not only is, is she an amazing thief but one hell of a good tracker right yeah yeah she's a multi-class ranger she's a ranger uh, rogue or something yeah yeah she's growing and a bit of druid too growing plants yeah, she, yeah she's pretty great she's multi <laughs> she's multi class little girl <laughs> yeah, here yeah really i is, know yeah. she's a fascinating okay the waves of a passion of a passing fish wow that might be a little artsy title for this chapter, but anyways, silent, <laughs> but not still. She turned a corner and she got a glimpse of darkness. He stepped up into a building and then shut the door. What are these eyes you say he has to Wendell? The ones that I can't see. Well, he will have a spren, Wendell says, like me. It's likely invisible to you and anyone else but him. Most are on this side, I think. I don't remember all the rules. So what do you think ah, about this? Most are on, so invisible to you. Mm -hmm. So if he's bonded, so he's suggesting that a bond, mm -hmm. most would be invisible. You right. won't be able to see them. Right. I think. I, I think that Wendell's wrong here. This tells about, us very specifically that they uh -huh. think that darkness is a surge binder. Because surge binders I, well, they, have nail bonds with spren, and that allows right. them to be able to do surges. Nail darkness is not a surge binder. He is a herald, and he gets his power from his honor blade. He doesn't have right. a bond with he a spren. He doesn't have the spren. Right. He doesn't have a spren, a familiar, looking out and has eyes. So they don't understand that he's a I don't think herald. they realize he's a herald. I think they, he, they, think, they, think, they that think he's, he's just a knight a, radiant or something. Yeah, that he's just a, a, a surge binder One like of them. them. Yeah. But led astray or right. different or, yeah. They don't realize who they're dealing with here. Now, that doesn't necessarily he, mean that... Uh, Nail doesn't have other ways of being able to see because we know that in the next chapter he has underlings that work for him, other skybreakers that are other that could be his yeah. eyes. So in one way, uh, Windle is right. Be careful; he might have eyes, but Windle is not thinking the right way here. So are the heralds like? Are the heralds back to form this? anti-group that fights the radiance or are the heralds themselves like you said nail there's the nail bond is that spelled the same way it's not nail bond is n-a-h-e-l and h-e-l yeah. yeah we should start calling him um darkness or nalan 
or Nim. Nalan, yeah. Remember Nim? It was Nim, one of the yeah, yeah Nail Nin, isn't it? N I N. Nin, yeah, yeah. So, so it's uh, he's got a lot of names. So maybe we should say um, maybe we should say um, Nalan from now on, the Herald of Ju- of Justice. But yeah, I, we can't talk too too much about heralds because we don't really know too too much no. about them right now. Okay, Liv says, don't worry. Sorry, she says, you are, you sure are dumb some of the time, Voidbringer. He sighs, don't worry, Liv says, I'm dumb most of the time too. Mistress, Windle says, I might be stupid, but I can say with certainty that you're not a match for that creature. There are many, many words you haven't spoken. Of course I haven't said those kinds of words, Liv says. Don't you ever listen to me? I'm a sweet, innocent little girl. I ain't going to talk about bollocks and jiggers and stuff. I'm not crass. Not those kinds of words, mistress. I... <laughs> oh, hush, Lyft says, squatting beside the trees. We have to get in there and see what he's up to. Mistress, please don't get yourself killed. It would be traumatic. Why, I think it would take me months and months to get over it. Well, that's faster than I'd get over it. She scratches her head. That's funny. This yeah. little banter is really great. Besides, it says here... She had loftier goals today than just eavesdropping mm-hmm. on darkness. She had to actually break into this place to do what she needed to do here. But how? Right. Like, how do right we get there. in? Right yeah. there. Goals? She had loftier goals? Again, Lo- her playtime oh. is quite serious. Maybe, maybe the chapter is loftier goals. Yeah, maybe loftier goals is mm, a good title. I like that. That's great. Uh, this place to do what she needed to do here... Yeah, I, I I really like that. She did have awesomeness left from that fruit that she'd eaten. Lift hunkered down and let some of her awesomeness out. And the little tree beside her stretched and popped. Leaves budded, unfurled, gave a good morning yawn. Branches reached toward the sky. Lift took her time filling in the tree's canopy, letting it get large enough to obscure the window. Around her feet, seeds from storm-blown rock buds puffed up like little hot buns and vines wrapped around her ankles. Mm -hmm. Dude, this is amazing. Yeah. And this is another reason why I'm going to advocate for um, an an animated interpretation of this mm -hmm. series. I feel like, I feel like what you said before about her potentially being able to, like Mr. Fantastic or um, like Invincigirl... Uh, a plastic oh. girl because she yeah she kind yeah. of allows herself to slip through here mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and she becomes smaller than what she normally can be I, I think that's what i'm reading in this here i don't know if i've read it right but i feel like that's what it is well the way i i took it to be is that she's using she's using a tree um and and getting it to grow yeah Allowing her the coverage right. to get into where darkness went, right. and then, um, and then, uh, and then this next part here, it sounds like she's gonna slip right in. Nobody, okay. This next bit, this yeah. is amazing. Yeah, nobody passing on the street noticed, and a little earlier, or maybe it's later, no one notices her. Remember, she says right. that earlier in the mm-hmm, chapters. Mm-hmm. They, they'd cuff an urchin for scratching her butt in a suspicious manner, but couldn't be bothered with a miracle. Right. I love this line. 
there she is growing this tree, doing this awesome thing. There's, there are people around. No one bothers to notice. Yeah. A miracle happening. Yeah, it's funny. I, eh? I don't know. I love it. I love this. Um, life spread were popping up, these little green moats. She hauled herself up into the tree, and this is how she's getting in. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, after all of this, her power was almost out. She says here, see, I can listen. But of course, this wasn't the right kind of listening. The window was latched with something, a long bar on the inside. So she let the vines wind around the branches, drinking in her stormlight, and then twisting around her arms, and they squeezed into the cracks of the shutters. And the vines stretched up inside of the shutters, pressing up the bar that held it shut. Right. How awesome is that? It's really cool, right? What a perfect little thief. Um, Mistress, Windle says. Oh, Mistress, that was delightful. Why don't we forget this entire mess with the Skybreakers and, and go, why, why we, we could go run a farm. Yes, a farm, a lovely farm. You could sculpt plants every day and eat until you were ready to burst. And, Mistress? Lift padded through the room, noting... A rack of swords. So she's already gone in. And yeah, like going she's on. already in. And he's, he's like, blah, blah, blah. yeah. I, I like how he witnesses this this tree, you know, growing this, and, and he's like, this is it. Like, mm-hmm. let's get out of here. Let's just <laughs> let's become farmers yeah. together. Like, we don't want to turn me into a weapon. We yeah. don't want to say the third ideal. Right. Let's get we out of here. We are gone. It's all good. Yeah, that's it. We can open up a greenhouse. We're done. Um, but that's not what she's going to do. She's already inside. Sparring leathers were on the fl- on the floor. The smell of oil and sweat. The smell of training. Mm-hmm. There was no door in the doorway, and she peeked out into the dark hallways to a three-way intersection. Uh, there was a longer hallway straight ahead that went into the darkness, and it was into the darkness that she heard voices in that direction. Yeah. She glances to her right and sees an old man sitting in a chair wearing a white and black uniform the type that she'd seen darkness in his men wear. He was mostly bald and looked like a shriveled-up fruit. She scuttles down the hallway, and to her left, she ducks into the next room over. This was a workroom or a den, and there were shelves full of map full of maps. She's, but I like how she notices. She says here, nothing obvious on the shelves full of maps. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's maps. Yeah, nothing obvious though. There's nothing obvious though. On the writing table, there were books and a rack of span reads, but nothing important. Right. Uh, our span reads are super important. Like, yeah. Shalon take, would be like, those, oh, you know what? Fuck Shalon darkness. Is, I'm going to grab all this shit and go. <laughs> yeah. 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 Or at least like take a memory of yeah. everything. <laughs> of all the maps. Yeah, you're right. She would. Yeah. She, would. she, she uh, like that. We discussed like Shalon being like one of those little detectives that has like the tiny little camera. Right. Like take, taking all the pictures it's of this, things. This is the same thing as earlier when she was all like, uh, Lyft was like, I don't know what I'm going to do with this useless journal of when all the yeah. guards are <laughs> off duty. Yeah. Useless. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Most valuable thing. I just want a pancake. Yeah. Um, okay. And, and it, as if it wasn't enough with that, but in this den, in this work, this workroom, the books and racks of span reads, there was a trunk by the wall. Yeah. And it was locked. I, I mean, what are the chances? It's just, it's a trunk, but I'm yeah. sorry. When, 
when we've had the word trunk in this series, yeah. it's been Shalon, Yasna, yeah. the trunks. There's been important right? stuff in them, yeah. Right. So I couldn't help but think of that. Lift slips farther down the corridor, away from the guard, and into a bedroom. She slips in and found a stiff coat hanging on a peg right inside the door. It was Darkness's jacket. Below it, on the floor, a tray with a metal covering. Fancy people put these trays, these uh, coverings over plates that they wouldn't have to look at the food getting cold. Underneath, like the emerald treasures of the tranquiline halls, Lyft found three plates of pancakes. Yeah, pancakes. But the way that she compares it to the treasures of the tranquiline halls. Yeah, yeah. The pancakes, that's amazing. I love that. Yeah, darkness's breakfast. Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. That yeah, could have dude. been the title too. Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. Yep. Yeah. Or darkness is breakfast. Yeah. But mission accomplished is good too. She started stuffing her face with a vengeful enthusiasm. <laughs> Mistress <laughs> says Wendell. Was all this? Was all this so you could steal his food? Yeah. Lift says, "Of course it is." She took another bite. That'd show him. Oh, of course, he sighs deeply. I suppose this is this is pleasant then, yes? No swinging about of innocent spreads, stabbing them into people and the like? Just, just stealing some food? Darkness's food, she yeah. says. <laughs> She's stolen from the palace. She'd stolen from the starving emperor of Azir. And now she needed something interesting to try next. So she's going to steal from darkness. Yeah. Makes perfect sense. One of the pancakes was salty with chopped up vegetables and it one of them tasted sweet. Another one was fluffier. She slurped them down. Who had time for dipping? There was apparently a sauce to dip it in. So we came all this way, Wendell says, and attacked the most dangerous man that we've ever met merely so you could steal his breakfast? We didn't come here to, to do anything more then? Or do you want to do something more? Storms? No, Wendell says. <laughs> do you want to do something twists more? His, I mean, every moment we spend in here is dangerous. Yep. Well, then we should run. Go found a farm. Like I said, leave him behind. Though he's likely tracking someone in this city. Someone like us. Someone who can't fight him. Someone he will murder before they even start to grasp their powers. They sat in the room, empty tray beside them. Lift felt her awesomeness begin to stir within her again. So, she asks. Guess we go spy on them, eh? Wendell whimpered, but shockingly nodded. He's like trying to talk her out of it and then talks himself into it. He's into like, we should it, run, yeah. go to a farm. Like I said, leave him behind. Yeah. Though he's likely tracking someone in the city, someone in like us, city. someone who can't fight. He's like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know. It's great. Um, highlight. What do you think? Um uh geez it's a hard one um the highlight i think is mm -hmm. when she grows that tree for cover it's, it's really so cool um mm -hmm. I'm, I'm glad that uh, we 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 went through it a little bit there because i was i was a little confused when she get in through the shutters i thought that maybe she squeezed in with the vines i think but she just used I, the vines to like lift the uh, open yeah, the, to, oh, actually the open bar the bar on the other side to get the bar the and shutters. then she went in 
I still think that she can become a little slimmer, though. I think that Maybe. could be a something. Maybe. She's but... already probably really petite, so that helps. But I just I was a little confused because it doesn't say and then the shutters open or it doesn't say she opens the shutters. It just said and she right. was in and it felt like she had slipped in herself. But now that upon rereading mm-hmm. it again with you here, I, I, I totally get it. What was your, my, what's your highlight? My, well, it's t- it's tied in with this experience with the tree, um, but it's it's her observation of nobody noticing yeah. that a miracle had just occurred that that people would notice when an urchin stole a plate of food mm-hmm. oh they notice and they'll put you in jail they'll cut off your hand they'll do something about it then but to see a miracle happen right in front of you yeah they it's true even cares. it's true they, they they didn't notice this amazing thing but they'll notice the stupid things yeah yeah that's my highlight it's tragic but that's my highlight um, I like your your idea for this uh, potential uh, chapter title. Um, title. Yeah, what was it again? It, it was um, mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. Yeah, that's pretty good. I like that. Okay, so to finish off our episode, we're going to cover chapter nine. Um, any thoughts off the top of your head about chapter nine, or do you want to just dive into it? Oh, uh, I mean, it's it's awesome. It's maybe my favorite <laughs> chapter so far. Um, yeah. We there's a lot of stuff going on here with the, we learn a little bit about the skybreakers, a little bit more about nail. Um, Mm -hmm. fucking dude, I did not expect Zeth to be in this book. I don't know what, what I I was thinking. Yeah. I I thought, I think I thought that maybe this had happened before nail saved Zeth or that maybe after, like maybe he saved Zeth and put him somewhere and then came over here for a bit. I don't know what I thought, but of course he's here. Of course he's here. Right. This is it. I know. It's amazing. I really love it. Let's, let's just, ju- let's jump into it. It's a yeah. small chapter. Um, Wendell at the beginning, just try not to die too violently, mistress. A nice rap on the head rather than a disemboweling. So this is after she's, of course, continuing to um, follow darkness. Mm-hmm. That voice was definitely darkness. The one coming out of the corridor here. Um, it gave her chills. Wendell says, I hear that suffocation is nice, though in such a case, don't look at me as you expire. I'm not sure I could handle it. (laughs) (laughs) Again, I love, he's giving me a bit of 3PO. He is a little bit 3PO, But what did you say to me yesterday? uh, It was a little bit like Giles from Buffy. Giles, that that was um, it. Or like Alfred, kind of like like a butlery. But you know what? C-3PO is kind of like that too. He was like yeah. extra concerned. Oh, yeah. oh I, I just, I oh, just dear. don't know if I, if, if, if I hear that suffocation is nice, though in such a case, don't look at me as, as you expire. I'm not sure I could handle it. I think it's great. I think it's really good. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think Wendell regardless has like a British accent, like a, like a librarian type of accent. Yeah. Unlike the horrible, again, horrible, just and my apologies once again for my horrible British accents Yeah, that uh, I may or may not do on this show. Remember the girl in the market. Steady. Yeah. That's, uh, that speaks to, um, our little friend here, Lyft. Um, not forgetting the girl who died in the market. Yeah. Not forgetting those. Uh, killed by. Like remembering right. those who have been forgotten. 
Ugh, it's like she's carrying so that ideal in everything she's doing right now. And I'm really yeah. here for it. You know, when Cal mm-hmm. is like, you know, says, I will protect those who can't protect themselves. Yeah. He's not constantly thinking about it so much so that he actually kind of forgets about it and almost loses his connection with, with Syl in Words of Radiance. But Lyft, kinda, yeah. but Lyft here is like constantly remembering to remember those who have been forgotten. And I really love this. This is like, mm-hmm. I think it's my favorite part of the, this novella so far. We have to start thinking about these books as being like people not to forget. Like, j- like just when, just when you said that right now about, well, back in Words of Radiance, it was yeah. like, oh yeah, Words of Radiance, we're, we're, we're done that it's one. It's done. Yeah. It's gone now. Yeah. <laughs> it feels kind of sad. Like it's over. It is a little bit sad. Like we're not going <laughs> to. You know, we're not going to be at the Shattered Plains in that yeah. scenario anymore. Like now they're in, in theory and a yeah. whole set of new adventures are going to happen or new yeah. scenarios are going to happen. So, yeah, it's it's like we should say um, journey before destination. Enjoy the journey before we before it ends. Right. Before life, yeah. before death. Enjoy your life before yeah. death. Absolutely. OK, Wendell here. Uh, I'm not sure about falling to your death. Wendell says, seems like it might be messy, but at the same time, at least there wouldn't be any stabbing. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. The hallway ended at a large chamber lit by diamonds that gave it a calm, easy light. They weren't chips or even spheres, larger unset gemstones. That's interesting. It's a Mm -hmm. nice image. Yeah, it is nice. So she crouches down by the the open half door or the, um, the half open door. Um... Darkness was wearing a stiff white shirt, pacing before two underlings in uniforms in black and white. One was Makibaki man who was round, had a goofish face. The other was a woman with skin, a pale, a a shade lighter. Mm -hmm. She could be Reshi, particularly with that long, dark hair she kept in a tight braid. She had a square face, strong shoulders, way too small a nose, like she'd sold hers off to buy some new shoes and was using the one that she had, that she dug out of the trash as a replacement. (laughs) Again, this is yet again, that sort of Peter Pan type observation. You can't help but make fun of the the old, oh yeah, these adults, like with, oh yeah, your nose looks like you dug dug it out of the trash. Yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah, it's so funny. I love it. Your excuses do not befit those who would join our order, Darkness was saying. If you would earn the trust of your spren and take from the step from initiate to shardbearer, you must dedicate yourselves. You must prove your worth. Earlier today, I followed a lead that each of you missed and have discovered a second offender in the city. Okay, so let's Sir. talk about this, this paragraph here for a second, because for yeah. me, there's a lot of information here. Mm-hmm. If you would earn the trust of your spren and take the step from initiate, okay, so just that word in, initiate. in itself, initiate, initiate. sounds yeah. like that's a rank within the skybreakers. This, this is like, this is a very formal yep. kind of thing. There's no, we, like, I mean, there's only one Lightweaver. There's only one yeah. uh, Windrunner. There's no one to set what the order was like. But right. the Skybreakers literally have the head of the order, the Herald yes. of Justice himself. The Herald of to Justice. To kind of set male. how yes. the, uh, the, this order of radiance works. And it sounds mm-hmm. like these two people are at a point where they're just known as initiates. Initiates. Yeah. So that tells me 
um, that it's structured and it's very regimented, which makes sense because that sounds like Nail himself, right? Mm-hmm. Very structured, mm-hmm. very regimented. Yeah. There's lots of paperwork. By the when book. you go from initiate to shard bearer, I'm sure there's a whole bunch of paperwork that has to be be signed and stuff. Sign right here. Right, sign right here. <laughs> so the, the next part of the line is, and take the step from initiate to shard bearer. And mm-hmm. we know that Kaladin went from one to becoming a shard bearer when he set his right. third ideal. Third ideal. Right. So this means so that these the two. The second ideal could be the initiate phase. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So like maybe there's something like as a Padawan, like a level lower than initiate when you just say the the three like when before death. When you just death. say the, yeah, first, the first ideal. Yeah. So there must right. be some name for that. And then when you say the second yeah. one, you become an initiate. And then when you say the third one, it sounds like in the Skybreakers anyways, you become a shard bearer. And we know that mm. because... Um, because Cal said his third ideal and then Syl was able to become a, a spren, a, a, a blade, a shard blade, a shard blade. Yeah. Um, that's obviously what he's talking about. So I love how he also says, if you would earn the trust of your spren of your spren. Yeah. Yeah. Like your spren doesn't fully trust you until you say that third ideal. And then when it happens, it's like, okay, they're really committed to what we are and what we're here to do this bond between us. I will right. finally become a sword for you kind of thing. I really like it's, that. I, I like it too. Uh, what, what I'm concerned with, of course, is how clear, how clear are the spren with the bond and with those that they're bonding to. So, for instance, darkness has exhibited, and we and we talked about him uh, having the honor blade versus right. the shard blade. Right. right so he doesn't home. have. So we uh, talked about. Yeah, that. he doesn't have a nail bond. Right. Yeah. So, so under his, you know, guidance under his wing, if you will, um, how, how is it that individuals can sort of, I guess, um, be doing his good, his good works so-called, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right. And that this, that the spren bond would be intact. So I guess my question is, can, can initiates or shard bears under his tutelage under his wing perform acts like he just did with that street girl right can they do that and maintain the bond with their spren well i guess it all depends on the ideals that they speak because just because ah, just because that, kaladin's what ideal thinking. right is that's it. i will protect those who cannot protect themselves and lift right. says i will remember those who are forgotten we don't know what the skybreaker ideals are Right. And right. that is what I did not account for. Wow. Which gives me so uh, a whole new ocean to swim in, in terms of possibility. Wow. That's right. great. And that's what makes okay. each individual night order radiant, um, or, or night radiant order. Sorry. Um, mm-hmm incredibly interesting because they each have their own set of morals, set of standards, set of things that they have to accomplish. Like Shalon has to just speak personal truths. It's about, remember one of those like uh, epigraphs we read in words of radiance that light weavers have to just grow as people and start to deal with their shit and say truths about who they really are. You know, personal growth seems to be a really big motivator in the light weavers order. So it's just, I hope we learn more more about what it is to be a skybreaker in this book because truthfully truthfully i don't know so maybe i'm supposed to find out in this oh and are you saying i don't know as well as admitting their uh 
all of the other materials that you've read? Like you don't know or, or, or are you veiling that a little bit for me? I'm going to veil it a little bit because I think ah, there is okay. stuff later that's on fine. that makes things a little more clear, but mm-hmm. to be honest, that's um, the Oathbringer and mm-hmm. Rhythm of War are mm-hmm. the books that I've read, reread the least. Okay. Right? So book there comes might out, be some I new, read it. new gem, gem hearts to unearth Right, there. right. So uh, okay. Way of Kings come out, I read it. Words mm-hmm. of Radiance comes out. I reread Way of Kings and I read Wor- Words of Radiance. Right. Oathbringer comes out. I reread Way of Kings, Words of, Words Radiance, of Radiance, and then right. so the so like there's some of the earlier yes. books I've read more often because of that right. whole routine, right? Yeah, I get it. Um, yeah, let's keep going here. Okay, let's keep going. Uh, you must prove you must prove your worth. He says. You, you know what I I find interesting about this paragraph as well is that does it ever sound good? Yeah. Like from his perspective, just like Sadius, when he was uh, talking to Dalinar, mm-hmm. trying to set him Good straight, comparison. it, it just, it just sounds great. It makes me Skybreaker. Sure. Yeah. Let's do it. Uh, let's do uh, How can I help? Yeah. <laughs> sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, this is full yes, metal sir. jacket. It's full metal yeah. Skybreaker over here. You must prove your worth. Earlier today, I followed a lead that each of you missed. I've discovered a second offender in the city. Right. Now, the second offender is that, I believe that's Lyft because they already had a first one. Right. The first one is the one we have, we haven't figured out yet. We were just literally just talking about how maybe it's Hauka, maybe Hauka's helping out the second, the first offender. We don't know. Let's, let's keep hoping for, for something like that. I'm actually excited either way, um, on that note, because we were thinking it could be Hauka, but also that she could be helping to facilitate. Right. It, 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 either way, it's super interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I hope we get more, more Hauka. Okay. Darkness. I'm sorry. The Reshi woman says, sir, I prevented an assault in an alleyway. A man was being accosted by thugs. While this is well, says darkness, still pacing back and forth in a calm, even stroll. We might be careful not to de- to be distracted by petty crimes. I realize that it can be difficult to remain focused when confronted by a fracture of the codes that bind society. Mm-hmm. Remember that greater matters and greater crimes must be our primary concern. Right. Now, it's hilarious that he's saying this to his two initiates when, like you just mm-hmm. said, he just killed that street girl for stealing a basket right. of fruit. His mind is on greater crimes and greater matters. Yeah, call him out on that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no one's going to call. call him out on it. He's a fucking herald. No, but but we can. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're calling you out, darkness. Though, though I will say this, Zeth calls him out a little bit here. And I really like, I really he like really that. He really does. He challenges Me him too. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Surge binders, the woman says. Surge binders. People like Lyft. People with awesomeness who could do the impossible. She hadn't been afraid to sneak into a palace, but huddled by the door. I really like this. Mm-hmm. She wasn't afraid, but here, listening to darkness, looking at the man, she found herself terrified. Yeah. Lift. This gives me, uh, it, 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 um, I think it makes her littleness a little more visceral. Yeah. It, it a little, definitely a little brings out her raw. youth. Like you said before, yeah. you said like, so there's, there's these moments where she seems really grown up and there's these moments where she seems really yeah. young. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, so the woman says surge binders, but says the male initiate, is it really, I mean, 
Shouldn't we want them to return so we won't be the only order of Knights Radiant? Mm-hmm. Good point. So, sh- so shouldn't we want the other Knights Radiant to return? Darkness uh, unabashedly here says, unfortunately, no. Mm-hmm. Now, un- unfortunate meaning meaning that if things were different according to darkness, he would welcome the Knights right, Radiant back? Right, He's just following orders or something. Right? Unfortunately, that's not the way things are. Unfortunately, things no. are, right. He's taking the hmm. word of Ishar here. Right, he right. is. So, yeah, so that's continue right. this paragraph and we'll talk about I this once, one too. Yeah, okay. Uh, darkness says, I once thought as you. But Ishar made the truth clear to me. If the bonds between men and Spren are reignited, then men will naturally discover the greater power of the oaths. Without honor to regulate this, there is a small chance that what comes next will allow the Voidbringers to again make the jump between worlds. Mm. Oh, I really, I, I really like that. Yeah, that's, that seems to imply something even more grandiose than we thought. Now, we know that there are other worlds like Shadesmar, right? Yes, there is so. that. Um, and this, this seems to imply that according to Darkness, who's being informed by Ishar, mm-hmm. or so he thinks, mm-hmm. um... The Voidbringers are not back yet. Yeah, they don't, they don't realize, um, which They're is a little not, silly because, you know, Nail was just over at the Shattered Plains saving Zeth, but they don't realize that it's potentially too late. But they, they talk about this a little later because mm. Zeth's like, actually, I saw it all. Yeah, Zeth does give that confirmation, but Ishar, I don't know, wouldn't Ishar have the more... Ob- objective viewpoint. Who do you like think the Ishar highest... is? First off, let's talk about that. Well, isn't isn't Ishar one of the um, um, heralds? Uh, th- that hasn't been confirmed, but yeah, we have to assume that that's who it is because I don't think Nail would take the advice of anyone who wasn't an equal to him. Ah, so therein lies the conundrum. Right, you're right. Like he wouldn't, because he wouldn't take some, just some scholar or philosopher's word for it. Ishar seems to have to have some kind of, um, equality to him in order for it to matter. Does that make sense? And Ishar just could be inaccurate on this point. Right. You know, like this, I have to admit this, this kind of, um, Ishar, if Ishar is on the same level as darkness and he's having a conversation Mm-hmm. with this with this um personality um he's being informed that the that the void bringers could cross over meaning right. they're not here yet the meaning they're not here now, yet yes right but but flip that to conversations with yasna and um and shalon where yasna's like you know i'm pretty sure that the void bringers are here mm-hmm. or They've are coming been here back. the entire time it's, been the Parshendi. Yeah. It's kind of like a, a mirrored experience here. Are right. they here? Are they not? Right. The other like, thing that's really I, mirrored I to know. it, which I, I actually, you bring this up and it's great, a great point is that, um, it's like the chicken and the egg. The, yeah. if the Knights Radiant come back, then the Voidbringers will come back. We cannot 
have the Knights Radiant come back because that means the Voidbringers will come back. But remember the Sons of Honor, Amaram, Gavilar, yeah, and Gavilar. Restaris is kind of like their boss or their head of their order. They thought if we could bring back the Voidbringers, then we'll bring, then the Knights Radiance will come back. And that was their goal. So it's like a one brings back the other on both sides yeah. here, right? Hmm. Sons of Honor versus whatever darkness has going here. Yeah. Which is its own order. I, I used order Sky, for Sons so, of Honor so, so, loosely. I didn't mean it like yeah, the big no, no, no. I meant it more of a I wasn't, o, yeah. yeah, it's it's not, yeah, it's, it's a, yeah, it's a little O, I suppose, uh, yeah. with that. But the Skybreakers are in order. Yes, they are. They are a Knight's Radiant Order. And they refer to themselves as a Knight's Radiant Order. Yeah, they order. do right at the beginning here. Um, uh, right mm-hmm. here. Uh, so won't we, uh, um, I mean, shouldn't we want them to return so we won't be the only order of Knights Radiant? So they consider right. themselves Knights Radiants for sure. Okay. Well, to continue on with what Darkness says, without mm. honor to regulate this, there is a small chance that what comes next will allow the Voidbringers to again make the jump between worlds. That would cause a desolation, and even a small chance that the world will be destroyed is a risk that we cannot take. Mm-hmm. Absolute fidelity to the mission Ishar gave us, the greater law of protecting Roshar is required. Mm-hmm. So may- again, it sounds like, yeah, shouldn't I be a skybreaker? Shouldn't you be recruiting Kaladin? And yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> shouldn't we all work together, guys? Shouldn't we all? Like, it's It's... You know, it must speak to how, you know, broken everything is or how shattered. Like, it's hard to make sense of it all unless these are different orders, even uh, misinformation happening here. Like, like that's why I was saying with regards to um, the Voidbringers and who they are, Yasna is convinced that they're the Parshendi. Mm -hmm. Great chance. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well... It, it's looking like she's partially right. Partially right, but yeah. Maybe, so but far. maybe not at all right. Yeah, we don't have maybe enough not. information like, to be able to score that prediction or not, right? The the only thing I that I've sort of in, um, been interested in that way with regards to Yasna being right or wrong about that issue is the the red spren that were um, allowed Going. to come out. The ones that went into uh, the storm form, that became the storm, when they become storm forms? Right. Yeah, and they said that there were there were red spren in the Everstorm, and we still don't know yes. whether or not they're the same kind of spren or not. They're, okay. they're known as void right spren. There. They've been called void, void spren. spren. Yeah. So again, if void spren can be bonded or infused, if you will, or connected to any individual... Mm-hmm. not just Parshendi. Right. Then Yasna would be partially right, partially wrong. Right, right. Because it's, because yeah, we it's don't about know whether potentiality. Or not, yeah, you're right. We don't know whether or not these void spren that they're talking about only can bond with Parshendi or Parshman. Right. Right. Yeah, right. we don't know that yet. That's right. true. Yeah, that's true. Um, and, the, and moreover, like, could they, could they bond with Knight's Radiant Orders? Could they bond with could, is there a danger that the heralds themselves will be poisoned, right, and become these void bringers? Yeah, that's true. 
That's true. That's a good thought, too. I mean, darkness isn't exactly showing us great behavior here. No, like, no he's definitely you not. Know. You know who yeah. he's acting like here? Teravangian. Teravangian's oh, like, yeah. I will stop at nothing to save what yeah. little humanity I can from the desolation. Dude. And uh, and Nail here uh, is saying, and Darkness is saying, I will stop at nothing to stop a desolation from happening. They're like, right, right. Two, like Teravangian's like, the desolation's going to happen regardless of what we do. Regardless. The only thing we can do is try to save as many people as possible. And we need to know, we need to be able to figure out exactly what the diagram tells us to do that. And Nail's like, right. Screw that. We are going to try to prevent it by killing all the surge binders so that this way void bringers can't come back because they'll come back if surge binders start coming back. Which is kind of backwards. Jeez. It's, you know, and it's just so complicated and wonderful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yeah. just, okay. The greater law of protecting Roshar from Ish, from, from Ishar, the mission. Mm-hmm. You're wrong. A voice whispers from the darkness. You may be a god, but you're still wrong. Mm-hmm. Lift, our little lift, nearly jumps clear out of her own skin. There was a guy sitting just inside the doorway, right next to where she was hiding. She hadn't seen him. She'd been too fixated on darkness. He sat on the floor wearing a tattered white clothing. His hair was short. A brown fuzz, as if he'd kept it shaved until recently. Pale, ghostly skin held a long sword in a silvery sheath. He left a soft white after image behind him when he shifted in place, like when you are staring at a bright gemstone for too long and it faded away in a moment. They're already sick, this man says. With a shin accent, the Voidbringers have already returned. This is the assassin in white. This is yeah. this is Zeth. What He's a, there. What a wonderful description of Zeth. This is like the maybe one of the most in depth descriptions of Zeth we get. I love how his hair is just growing back, so he's not shaving yes, it anymore. Not sha- like he's becoming a different, slowly becoming a different person. His white robes Bingo. have darkened a little bit because they're all tattered, yep. and yeah, it's mm-hmm. really really cool. He held his arms. There's a few things we, I didn't mention here in the text, but uh, a little bit of flowery stuff here. He he held his arms draped around the sheath of his sword yeah. as if it were a child's toy to hug. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It's like a child's toy to hug. It, it's almost like a, a rebirth process for this character. Mm-hmm. He's going through some kind of metamorphosis now. Yeah, he's been reborn. And this is what I you. this is what I, what I had hoped for for this for Zeth's mm-hmm, character. Did. Yeah. And I'm actually I'm I'm actually hope because for all of the tortured sort of state that he was in for Way of Kings and into Words of Radiance, it it it, it speaks to the suffering of so many of these characters like yeah. can can you put down that bridge for a bit? Right. Can you grow and become something else? Mm-hmm. So that uh, for Zeth, I'm just oh, I'm so curious about that. Um, anyways, I'm fascinated by this white soft after image. Mm-hmm. Was that always a thing that started happening with no. him? No, no. Aha! What has changed? Well, I mean, maybe he started training with the Skybreakers. 
because Nail told him that he yeah. would start training with them. The other thing that's clearly different about him is mm-hmm. that sword. Mm-hmm. And the last yeah. time we heard that, that uh, saw that sword, it spoke directly into his mind and it said, would you like to kill evil today? Right. Right. So, yeah. So we don't know exactly what's different about him, but we know there are a couple of things that could, it could be. Well, what, w- well, I think the, the big guess here would be that he has found a spren. Right. Maybe. Maybe. The, the sword is speaking to you. So do you want to kill some evil today? Like hmm. ca- kind of sounds like a sill type th- question to ask maybe, yeah. or, or a sill question that is into it. Right. You know, Syl was always kind of reluctant to become the weapon, although when honor was in place, she became many weapons. Yeah, when, yeah, yeah. You exactly, know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. so when, when, when she honor. She was all the when, weapons. <laughs> yeah. She, yeah, so she, yeah, she turns into a, into a, a complete. Uh, a multi-purpose, it's like a Swiss array. army, uh, Syl. Did you get your yeah, Swiss army Syl this Christmas? <laughs> Swiss army knife. Yeah, that's yeah. Syl. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, so it could be that he's bonded. Mm-hmm. It's possible. It's uh, now now if he's if he's underneath of uh, of uh, darkness's wing, if you will. Um, uh, it always makes me think of that quote. Something like, uh, "Being under the dragon's wing is warmer than you think." Right. Um. So, if he's under that tutelage, initiate, second ideal, third ideal, sword playing it with it like a or not or holding it as if it's a toy mm-hmm. um yeah he could already have he could already have uh achieved a third a third ideal and yeah. given his massive experience that would that would make sense to me mm-hmm. like what like like what do you think if he already has done um, a third ideal we, at this um point? if he had a third ideal he'd have his own shard blade he'd have no need for this weird sword that he was given by nail so I don't know. I oh, don't... this sorry, sorry. So, so this sword is not. Yeah, because it's a in a shard sheath. Blade. We know shard blades don't need sheath. to be in a That's sheath right. because they don't need they're to. Either them. a dead spren that they can uh, make mist out and go somewhere. We mm-hmm. think maybe Shadesmar, and or it is a spren that's following you around that becomes a sword. This is something. It, this is something else entirely. It's more probably like an honor blade. Which is it's just a but, regular but, sword. But have we had Honor Blades speak before? No. Definitely not. Prior to potentially this one with Zeth. Yeah. But we don't know. This is the thing. Mm. There's so much we don't know. Okay. Anything is possible. Anything is okay. possible. Okay. Let's, let's continue. Yeah. Um, Shin Accent, you are mistaken because Zeth says the Voidbringers have already returned and Darkness says no. You are mistaken. The Voidbringers are not back. What you saw in the Shattered Plains are simply remnants from millennia ago. Voidbringers who have been hiding among us all this time. Hmm. Now, hiding among us, that echoes a little bit of what Yasna was saying. Right. Voidbringers that were hiding amongst us. Mm-hmm. Um, or it could be that. Um. White clothing, strange powers. The Shin Man, the Shard Blade. Well, she says Shard, or she thinks Shard Blade, 
And then the next sentence is, this was the starving assassin in white. Mm -hmm. So she knows who he is. Mm -hmm. That's another thing about Lyft. You know, like you might be this punk kid who is only interested in hiding and only interested in things to eat, getting a a roll or some pancakes. Mm -hmm. But interesting though, that you keep tab on who, who's who. Right. You know the game pieces on the board. Yeah, exactly. You at least know that, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, she's not, she might not be learn. like she might not be able to read, but she's paying attention. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I saw them return, the assassin whispers. The new storm, the red eyes. You're wrong, Nin, sun god. You are wrong. Mm-hmm. Now, Nin, sun god, addressing nail, Nin, mm-hmm. darkness, Sun God, Son of God. Right, because he's Zeth San Naturo. His right. father's Naturo. He's the son of Naturo. Right. So he's calling this guy Nin, which is one of his names, right. Son of God. Son of God, yeah. Yeah. A fluke, says Darkness. I contacted Ishar and he assured me it is so. What you saw are a few listeners who remain from the old days, ones free to use the old forms. They summoned a cluster of Voidspren. We found remnants of them on Roshar before, hiding. This isn't, um, this isn't dissimilar from what we experienced. Well, what I find interesting is that it says that they found, sorry, uh, Listeners from the old days, once free to use the old forms, they summoned a cluster of Voidspren. Now, mm-hmm. the summoning with the, with the rhythm, with the new chant, the right, new with song. Those, yeah, exactly. So the they songs summoned that Venley had Spren. on those, yeah. Right. Hmm. No, this is not, uh, this is not inaccurate wrong. from what yeah. we observed. Right, exactly. This, at least this part is Or red, yeah. Yeah. The storm, says Zeth, the, the new storm of red lightning, it means nothing. Darkness says. He did not seem to mind being challenged. He didn't seem to mind anything. That's what kind of most disturbs me about darkness is nothing seems to bother him. No. When that, when that girl was hitting him, punching him, trying to injure him, he didn't care. No. Didn't care about anything. He didn't care when he killed her either. Yeah. That's a little, uh. Um, like I, I thought Zeth was kind of scary mm-hmm. darkness, darkness so far I find is the most, um, the most cold I think so far. Oh, for sure. An oddity to be sure. Darkness admits, but you're wrong. So wrong, says Zeth. The Voidbringers have not returned. Darkness says again mm-hmm. to Zeth. Like Zeth's not letting it go. You're wrong. Mm-hmm. So he, no matter what darkness says, yeah. darkness again, Ishar has promised it and he will not lie. He will not. Mm-hmm. We must do our duty. You are questioning Zeth, son Naturo. This is not good. This is weakness. To question is to accept a descent into inactivity. The only path to sanity and action is to choose a code and to follow it. This is why I came to you in the first place. What do you make of that? A code. The only path to sanity and action is to choose a code. 
So maybe that's linked in with their ideals more. Mm-hmm. Well, to choose a code, to question things is weakness. What do you think of that? Right. To question things is to accept a descent into inactivity. Yeah. When you question things, things go slower. Let's have action. Let's right. decide and go forward regardless. Yeah, this is dangerous yeah. for me. For I, I mean, I, I think this is completely, completely dangerous. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, darkness turns striding past the others. The minds of men are fragile. Their emotions mutable and often unpredictable. The only path to honor is to stick to your chosen code. This was the way of the Knights Radiant and is the way of the Skybreakers. The man and woman standing nearby both saluted. This salute here reminded me of Bridge Four. Mm-hmm. I couldn't help but think of it. Um, and he, of course, he gives a grand speech there. You said that there is a second surge binder in the city, says the woman. We can find she is mine, Darkness says mm-hmm. evenly. You will continue your mission. Find the one who has been hiding here since we arrived. If we don't stop one, Others will congregate. They clump together. Yeah. I love this dude of the wind mm-hmm. bringing it, bringing these leaves together. Like we've seen evidence of it in the shattered plains. Oh, oh yeah. Right. But, but that, what, what I really want is I want lift in, I want lift in the, in the band. <laughs> I know we've got the four. Right. She can do tambourine. Yeah. She could. Yeah. Yeah. She kills it on Tam. I mean, the, yeah. the Velvet Underground had someone touring with them that only danced. So, yeah. Lyft can just literally eat snacks and dance on stage. Oh, yeah. Okay, he narrowed his eyes. If we don't stop one, others will congregate. They clump together. I have often found them making contact with one another these last five years. If I leave them alone, they must be drawn to each other. Hmm, think of that. I have often found them making contact with one another these last five years. Mm-hmm. Five years. That's around Just the time the war Galavar, started. Yeah, that's around the same time. Yeah, it's a, bit, a mm-hmm. big nexus point in this story is that, uh, that treaty. Yep. He turns toward the two initiates. Your quarry will make mistakes. They will break the law. The other orders always did consider themselves beyond the reach of the law. Only the skybreakers ever understood the importance of boundaries, of picking something external to yourself and using it as a guide. Your minds cannot be trusted. Even my mind, especially my mind, cannot be trusted. So he's, he's pretty much admitting here that he's not following his own thoughts that's why he's relying on what Ishar is on telling Ish- him. On Ishar? Right. Because he's not questioning. Right. And he's, even my mind, especially my mind, cannot be trusted. So I trust could it, Ishar's. Could it be that, that, that this herald has some kind of a, of a code or something to follow as well, which could include not being able to question? Almost like what Zeth was put with under the with stone? the oath stone maybe you know what i mean like yeah. where he's like just once simply you've taken in- a once you've picked a code you follow it yeah yeah mm-hmm. and ishar 
is Ishar taking advantage of darkness? Right. Hmm. Okay, understand the importance of boundaries. It cannot be trusted. I have given you enough help. You have my blessing and you have our commission granting us authority to act in this city. You'll find the surge binder. You will discover their sins and you will bring them judgment. In the name of all, Roshar. Mm-hmm. The room suddenly darkened. The woman began glowing with a phantom light. I'll find them, sir. I have an investigation in progress. I have a lead, too, the man says. I'll have the information by tonight for certain. Darkness says, work together. This is not a competition. It is a test to measure competence. I'm giving you until sunset, but after that I can wait no longer. Now that others have begun arriving, the risk is too great. At sunset I will deal with the issue myself. Bollocks, Lift whispers. Wait, Wendell says, following. Bollocks, I thought you claimed you didn't say words like this. <laughs> They've all got him, Lyft says, except the girl. Though with that face, I can't be certain. Anyway, what I said wasn't crass, because it was just an observation. She hit the intersection of corridors and peeked to the left. The old man was dozing. That let Lyft slip across the room, and she climbs out onto the tree and then closes the shutters. Mm-hmm. In seconds, she runs around the corner into an alleyway where she let herself slide down until she was sitting with her back against the stone, her heart pounding. Mistress, Wendell says. I'm hungry, she complains. You just ate. That was catching me up for spending so much getting into that starving building. <laughs> she squeezes her eyes closed. Darkness's voice was so cold. But they're like me. They glow like me. They're awesome like I am. What in damnation is going on? And the assassin in white, was he going to go off and kill Gox? Mistress, Wendell coils around her leg. Oh, mistress, did you hear what they called him? Nin. That's a name of Nalan, the herald. That can't be true. They went away, didn't they? Even we have legends about that. If that creature is truly one of them, oh, Lift, what are we going to do? Mm-hmm. I don't know, she whispers. I don't know, Storms. Why am I even here? I believe I've been asking that since. Shut it, Voidbringer, she says, forcing <laughs> herself to roll over and get to her knees. Deeper into the cramped alley, the father of the family reached for a cudgel while the wife tugged the curtain closed on the front of their hovel. Lift sighed, then went wandering back into the Im- immigrant quarter. Yeah, That's so she is... She is in over her head. So they just realized, yep. we, we've known for a while that it's, uh, that Nin, Nail, um, Nalan is the Herald of Justice. They just realized yep. it. And not well, only Windows that. having a hard time believing it. Right. Well, they, they, yeah, it, it, this can't be true, but they're going to realize it's true. Yeah. Also, there's two initiates involved here. It's not just mm-hmm. her against Nail, which was right. insurmountable. He's got two lackeys who have set at the very least the second ideal. And Zeph's here. A super, like, X-Factor in this whole thing. <laughs> X-Factor. Right. I wonder, if, I wonder if we're going to get a, a little guest star. A little guest star? A little, well, you get by with a little help from your friends, right? Oh, so I wonder if... 
So I wonder if Lyft is, so number one, I wonder if Lyft can, you know, congregate or how is, how is it worded that they, that they, they coalesce together these. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They're like drawn to each other. They're drawn to each other. So I wonder if Hauka or whoever this, whoever is individual is the first one or whatever. Okay. I think what I, what I, what I, what I mean to say is she needs help. Yeah, she does. So I'm hoping that Brandon, Mr. Sanderson will give us that help. Mm-hmm. That'd be nice. It'd be really nice. Um, I didn't get a, uh, uh, an alternate or a title for this chapter. I thought I had one earlier when we were Did you reading, have one? Yeah. When we were reading the chapters with uh, nail, he said, uh, what was that he said about, um, Shar again? Oh, without honor. Without honor. Because it without honor to regulate this. And I just thought without mm-hmm. honor, like he just killed a street girl. He's telling yeah. them, don't, don't concern yourself with pre- petty crimes while he's doing it himself. I don't know. Right. It's just, I felt like without honor might've been nice. No, I think you're right. My highlight though is, is that Zeth's in this book. Right. He's just sitting around being mopey, growing his hair back, but still he's here. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is pretty great that he's here and also different. Yeah. Yeah. You he's know, definitely going through this change that you talked about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like, I do like this, um, this, this little chapter. It's, it's small, but it, it packs a little it's quite punch. informative, right? It is. Yeah, I'm actually just flipping through it again and just thinking and thinking and thinking about yeah. what it all could mean. I right. don't There's so know. much, there's a lot I'm, of information in this one, um, but yeah. not a lot of stuff we can really talk about because we don't really know anything. Yeah. Well, so, so one of us doesn't really know anything, but. You know what I love about this, um, about this particular chapter too, is that I love that Lyft is there listening. Yeah. And they don't, they don't know she's there. And she said before, then, I can listen. People just don't know how to listen anymore, but I can listen. They don't know how to listen. Yeah. 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 It's really yeah, cool. I really love it. Um, so your highlight is that Zeth's back too, or that Zeth yeah, is would, back and I changing? Would say that, yeah. That Zeth is back. Um, and I like this. I like these initiates. Mm-hmm. You know what I really like? Actually, you know what? In addition to the surprise of having Zeth in this chapter, what I like is that the Skybreakers sound sounds like such a convincing argument it, yeah when you membership. said earlier about uh, sadius and how sadius makes always really yeah. good arguments yeah so, i like that a lot so too. compelling awesome. like e- even teravangian it's like i mean don't you want to save people yeah i guess i want to save people or don't you want to save more people than not right <laughs> yeah those yeah. decisions those yeah. are the those are the conundrums. That's where I think, I think ultimately though, uh, there's an example of that sort of, I think put forth in a hypothetical, like if, a, if you have a, 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 a train or a boulder heading down, um, uh, in the path of, of, of a group of people and you can divert that train somehow, uh, and it'll kill fewer people. Mm-hmm. Would you do it? Would, would you, 
would you be the person to change the direction of the boulder train so that it killed fewer people rather than more right. people this is what we talked we talked about this before and i mentioned uh last time that uh the mm. good place the comedy with Kristen bell and uh, yes, uh ted danson this do an amazing there's a whole episode on it and yep. they do an amazing amazing job of uh talking about this exact thing while still making it really hilarious it's it it's, it's awesome pr- it's it's prevalent in this in the stormlight archives mm-hmm. yeah it is um so let's talk about some info um uh, some info dump here we, it's info a very dump. a very small uh info dump here also probably small because i'm i just can't cut it i'm just not as good as buzzkill joe can't wait to get you <laughs> back buzz joe. Kill. yeah he killed it he, yeah, he buzz kills killed. It, man he kills it um <laughs> so uh treb is grain that grew in pods on a line treb um yes. and they grow in these like little slits uh, up top uh like uh, on the top of the city, which is the actually ground, it's like the mm. you know the, it's the ground. Oh, I love, so. I love thinking about her up there, sleeping, sleeping in it, and down below there's the yeah, it's really cool, eh? Uh, amazing, I love it. Yeah. Um, so they mentioned Tashi. Um, Tashi mm-hmm. maybe a god, maybe a herald. Um, the um, I think it's herald. But yeah, a Tashik. Um, yeah. is named after Tashi. Is the place name, yeah. And then a little mm-hmm. later in the chapter, we um we get Tashi and the Nine, and that seems to right. You know, there are ten heralds, so Tashi and the Nine seems to be puts the focus on a different herald, right? Kind of thing. Because in this this yeah. land, they see Tashi as their main god, and all yeah. the other ones are like just their friends or whatever. Just oh my god's mm-hmm. friends or whatever. Uh, Darkness yeah. also seems to know Tashi personally because he says, you know, you don't you don't want to meet Tashi kind of thing. You wouldn't like it if he, you know, he came here and saw you or whatever. He said something like that earlier. Well, yeah. Was it Tashi or Ishara that he said that? About? No, Tashi, it was right? Tashi. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. The other thing I wanted to talk quickly talk about is that g- giant cistern in the middle of the city that catches mm-hmm. the rainwater and the rainwater. Wendell describes it as Pure. in the rest of the city is kind of on a slope away from the cistern so that street water never flows into the cistern it always f- flows away from away the cistern from. Mm-hmm. which is really freaking awesome like and mem- remember they did all this with shard blades they carved this whole city out with shard blades which is fucking mm-hmm. amazing mm-hmm. so um the last thing i have here is ishar we, there was a lot of stuff in this chapter but i wanted to kind of just point on ishar one of the things i wanted to remind you of is that mm. chart of the 10 essences in yes. um in words of radiance the very last number is number 10 on the bottom and the little moniker the n- name for number 10 is ishi ishi yeah so ishar, ishar. ish ishi number 10 so when you said earlier that uh, must be a herald I think that might be a little bit of a hint that you might be right. We don't know for sure yet, but um, the fact that one of those little suffixes that mean the numbers are also related to all the herald's names, Ishi seems to be related to maybe Ishar. So that's really, really cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just reading about Ishi here, uh, the essence is sinew mm-hmm. and the body focus is flesh. Mm. 
gross um so <laughs> that's the episode everyone i want to quit take a quick moment here to say thank you to the patreon team um normally mm-hmm. i would read all their names out in a line but um the, my list is a little wonky right now there are people that are kind of in between of stuff so they're not all on one list so anyways let me just say today is the first time that we got to use the brand new computer so we've been saving all of your support money um, that hasn't been used to keep the show going um, and putting it aside and putting it aside and we were finally able to buy me a new laptop. So I now have the equipment that will never fail. There should never be a moment where I'm like, oh God, I got the spinning uh, rainbow of death because I'm running too many <laughs> rainbow, programs. Yeah, yeah I <laughs> upgraded and I just want to say thank you so much for supporting the show. Um, this makes it tactile and real that we are able to take that, that that support money and actually turn it into an upgrade in equipment it's it's overwhelmingly amazing i uh, i don't want to get too emotional about it i just want to say thank you we really appreciate the support um and we are going to keep taking that support money and dumping it back in the shows jack and i are going to be getting brand new higher quality microphones soon um so yeah we're mm-hmm. just going to keep upgrading the show and hopefully um you guys uh, like what you hear. Um, so if you want to be part of the, the Patreon team, you can do so at patreon.com slash heroes of. There's all kinds of different things. The real action is on Discord. All you got to do, the very la- the very first tier is a dollar tier. I've been told by some of our uh, Patreon uh, uh, family that that not a lot of shows like uh, like ours or not a lot of pods that have Patreon offer a $1 tier. And we've been thanked a few times for having it because people... You know, they have to manage their lives too. And sometimes three or five dollars is just not manageable. So a dollar seems to be manageable enough and you still get to be involved. So head on over to patreon.com slash heroes of if you want to be involved in the conversation after the show. The This is the Storm Pod After Dark. Um, oh, oh. <laughs> sexy. Where the voices get sultry. Yeah. Um, if you want to reach out to us and tell us how an incredibly amazing we are doing the job, or if you want to just kind of <laughs> yell at us and tell us that we're st- silly and stupid, you can do so at heroesofcathra at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Twitter at heroes of one, uh, reach out to us on uh, Instagram on at the storm pod. Please try to join the Facebook group, the storm pod, or even the subreddit, the storm pod, the, uh, the subreddit's great. My, one of my favorite things is opening up that, that's uh, that Reddit app and then seeing there's a post in in the actual subreddit and i'm like oh my god that's amazing <laughs> it's like we're part of it we're part of reddit now it's amazing so that's right yeah it's awesome um but uh so you excited for the next three chapters we are going to be doing um, I am. 10 11 yep. 12 10 11 12 coming up yo yeah. i'm very excited they're small chapters so it should be a shorter episode this one was kind of a doozy we uh we kind of recorded this like in a couple of days and so we kind of went a little long but this is what we do we we are buddies who are hanging out chatting and we make each other laugh and if you don't like it uh, <laughs> deal with it um anyways <laughs> thank you so much for listening to the show everyone we love you very much until next time take care everybody The Storm Pod is brought to you by Heroes of. Music and theme song by Jack Forrest Productions. Additional music by Jason Moray. Produced by our wonderful Patreon team and the Heroes of Acathra.